the last episode of 2016. And what better way to celebrate a passing year than to review a movie. (laughs) 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 The last movie of our final Frontier Month, we are going to be reviewing Passengers. So buckle up and prepare for a special guest. Say it ain't so. No, say it is so, because it's good. (laughs) All of that and more on a... A little review of that special guest real quick. Her little laugh in the background. What was that? (laughs) Stay tuned and find out (laughs) on a very scary episode. (laughs) 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 Fuck (laughs) it. Review! There's a star man waiting in the clouds. <laughs> Welcome to the review review a show where two small town dudes and one shocking guest. Shocking! <laughs> Give you our big dumb opinions. I'm Chore the Max Extreme. I'm JD3K. And today's shocking guest, we've teased it for weeks. Is not weeks! It's the one, the only, the Lolo. Oh! The best. The Lolo Woe? The Lolo Woe. The Lolo, the best. We uh, wanted to have you on on the Star Wars Rogue One episode. Plans fell through. They did. Busy holidays. Busy holidays. That's what we cough it up to. It's the holiday season. So whoop dee doo and dickery dock. And don't forget to hang up your sock. They'll be coming down the chimney now. Favorite Christmas song ever. Very good. You have become much dorkier since I left. (laughs) <laughs> no. I just think you've been more sophisticated no. and now it's evening out. It's just Speaking of sophisticated, happening. I'm wearing a tie tonight. You are, because I bought it for you for Christmas. That's right. It's classy. Uh, we teased last week that we were going to do an opening during the show, but we we couldn't do it. We, we just wanted to excited. rip it. We were too excited. We were waiting. We waited till Christmas morning. We were like kids at Christmas morning. Like We're not waiting till... We're not waiting till after church, Mom! Oh, yeah! <laughs> We're gonna open them now! I'm gonna open them now, Mom! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, I think we should go over uh, what haul we got this year, huh? Yes. What bows of jolly <laughs> were received? Well, I got from JT himself Yeah. this fantastic Marvel character tie. Yes. The podcast tie. I love tie. that you're stroking it. Yeah, I wish we could see. It's you like the Avengers right over my Justice League shirt. <laughs> yeah, Clash of Champions. Oh my god! <laughs> and he gave me Bird Dog chocolate flavored whiskey, which if I wasn't on codeine, <laughs> I might <laughs> jump right into it. Well, we may have to crack that open without you. Ooh. Quite possibly. Ooh. Also for Christmas, I got fantastic boom mic stands. But can't use them yet because I don't have a mic attachment. 
But that Troy received fantastic booms <laughs> and where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the case somewhere. They're in the case. JT, what'd you get? I got a beautiful bottle opener in the shape of the Hand of the King badge from Game of Thrones because I'm a nerd. <laughs> it's also got a knife on it. That could be helpful. Well, no, that's part of the badge. Oh, okay. You don't watch a show. You don't, don't gotta. I just don't understand. And I got a, a <laughs> beautiful supply of chocolate brews, courtesy of Sea Danger and Troy to the Max, because mm. I have been searching for the perfect chocolate beer, and I believe Chelsea may have come pretty close. Have not tried your blonde yet? The blonde might actually be. She picked suspect. out the blonde. I picked out that one. Oh, she said she picked out this one. Nope, she lies. Uh oh, she lies. Guys, dissension in the marriage. <laughs> well, I think your your Samuel Smiths was pretty delicious. Sam Smiths. So won't you stay with me? I'm not joining you on that one. And have a chocolate stout. <laughs> Is it fair enough to see? <laughs> Sam Smith, you make an amazing chocolate stout. And uh, Lolo, what are you drinking out of that uh, cup? Ooh, I got a cup from. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I got a cup. <laughs> I got a cup, and you're all jealous. It says, if you were a book, you would be fine print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl. Sassy. Got that from the one and only JT. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. What a gift. What, what a, gift. a gift. Yes. Tastes really good with this hop flake. <laughs> <laughs> Leftover Sam Adams from weeks ago. Yes. The hop flake yeah. white IPA. I mean, everyone knows that beer is like wine. It ages fine over time. It ages. It ages. It does age. <laughs> Just like we're reviewing a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other sweet gifts you got this year? Like oh, your... I got the I got the Lucha Rabbit shirt, courtesy of you guys as well. Oh yeah. Also got a drone. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited yeah. for that. Not excited yeah. for the. Uh, <laughs> it's not like the, it's like the professional drone. It's like lawn. more like a toy drone, but it's well, it's very good. lightweight, so I can't really like fly it when it's like super windy out. Because I tried that the day I got it. Yeah. And it flew into like three people's yards. <laughs> <laughs> So, Way to be uh, a small town menace. Yeah, <laughs> and I got a Keurig, so Ooh, I've been I've been legit been like operating on like five cups of coffee every day. <laughs> God, I, hate to be I was toilet. introduced to cappuccino <laughs> at my sister's with the Keurig. Ooh, they got cappuccino. They got cappuccino, and it's fucking delicious. Ooh, Motherfucker. Oh my! So God. good. <sighs> so good. Jesus Christ! I like these sunglasses. <laughs> well, you're welcome. They are mine. Lolo, the master of the podcast visual game. <laughs> My ADD's kicking in. I love it. I love every second of it. I uh, also got some sweet figures this year. Got you some did. more Batman black and whites. You did. Maybe post them up on the, the Twitter. Also got a fantastic Patrick Bateman from American Psycho doll. <laughs> Jesus. Complete it's... with transparent raincoat and axe it's fantastic it's pretty great also got an amazon fire tablet this year as well mm, wow finally getting my hands around my bad boy you are about you are technical as af well i can blow you all away i got a pair of slippers what oh yeah. my god <laughs> guys 
Keep in mind, Rolo just blew all of us. <laughs> Wait, I did what? Away. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's one thing you could say. <laughs> but enough of all that shit. Let's get into what happened this last week. Troy, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. Scarlett Johansson, ScarJo. You heard of her? I call her yeah. Skojo because we're friends. Oh, mm. I see. You're a lot closer than I am. Yeah, we like mm. talk. You like talk? You like stare at her picture a lot? <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. I, I say we're friends. Passengers kind of friends? Like stare. Passengers as in... <laughs> Staring. Manipulate the situation <laughs> to where we're forced to be together? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, turns out she's the highest grossing actor of 2016. Booyah. Came women out on right top. At the end. Women on top, baby. Hashtag yes all women. Yes. <laughs> now, women rule the world. That doesn't mean she was the highest paid actor all year. But in ticket sales alone, her face brought in $1.2 billion in ticket Shit. sales. Oh my God. That's amazing. She got that bill. She got that bill, babe! <laughs> <laughs> she just edged out uh, Chris Evans and a bunch of other dudes of the year. Breaking in that $1.2 bill in tick sales. Dicks aren't doing yep. what they used to, man. Nope. Step it up, dicks! <laughs> Come no. on, dicks! Keep Come it on, down. dicks! <laughs> Keep Step it, it up, bitch. Nice and flaccid so we can take over. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> lord. No. That'd be just having a Lolo, constant flaccid you have to dick. Keep in mind, we're weak willed enough as it is. We need to have some sort of thing we can brag about. <laughs> yes, but women are infinitely better. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, if we're on the subject of money, Star Wars Rogue One. Let me say that again. Star Wars. <laughs> Star what is wrong with my mouth? Oh, Star you, Wars. You called me a low ro earlier. Star Wars Rogue One surpassed 600 million worldwide. Some good pocket change. Still not a bill. Didn't get that bill yet, but no still bill. young. <laughs> still young. <laughs> little babe, still young. Little babe. Think it's gonna make that uh, make that bill? I'm gonna be close. Uh, there's not a lot of stuff coming out that's, like, super big in the new future. Mm -hmm. It might kind of taper off with people being all like, let's see the promising Oscar contenders <laughs> yeah, right. this season. Yeah, right. Well, the Everyone's fact that gonna... Passengers is not doing well will only help Rogue One. Because yeah. they're, like, the two main competitors right now against each other. Of, like, bigger movies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. bigger sci-fi. Like yeah, the bigger yeah. blockbuster hits. And now Christmas is over. A lot of people could have gotten caught in that Christmas rush. It came out at a pretty busy time. Yeah. There is one more long weekend, though. New Year's Day. That's yeah. true. an extended weekend that's for true. some people. Mm-hmm. Have another one more big weekend. I think like, the only <sighs> new movie that's coming out soon is that movie Patterson, where, like, Adam Driver plays a bus driver for no reason. <laughs> Hey, that That's actually looks be a really big good. One. It does? It does look really good. Haven't you seen the ads for it? I don't know. I just saw Adam Driver driving a bus. Yeah, but Adam Driver's a poet. Actually, He's a bus driver poet? It. Sorry, I, I want to go there. No, I want to say <laughs> that was on somebody's best of the year awards. Yeah, it looks pretty amazing. Fuck. That and Silence. I'm all on board. I want to see Silence, yeah. Well, let's yeah. not blow our water right now. Because next week, <laughs> you know what's coming up. Our top ten of the year. Yeah. 
I gotta, I gotta, I gotta brush up on a few more movies before we get into it. What's in your, what's in your top ranking right now? Well, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, if you had to give like a couple of feelers, no determined well, if, list. Since yet. you're not going to be your low low, like yeah. what's in your top list so Ooh, far? Oh, my top list. Hmm. Well, Rogue One, obviously. Arrival. Well, I think Kachin. Arrival would be my number one. Arrival. For I think this Arrival, year. Arrival was amazing. Arrival might be somewhere in my list. Mm-hmm. Might be somewhere oh, in yeah. there. Might be somewhere in there. Rogue One was great. I liked Fantastic Beasts. Thought that was All good. Right. That's good. I missed. <laughs> I missed the X-Men movie, Apocalypse. Never okay. got to see that. That's all right. So I, <laughs> but I feel I feel saddened by it. But anyway, so I can't rank that one. Uh, That'd be pretty down mm-hmm. there. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. You loved Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Has that come out yet? <laughs> it did. It's, yeah. it's getting terrible reviews. Oh, no. Just gauging by the question, did that come out yet? <laughs> Yeah, nobody even announced that it came out. It has been nowhere. It's got a new TV spot right now that looks awful. It's got, like, Christmas music over it. What? It's got, like, jokes and shit. Well, they're spending way too much time in the lab. Like, the whole thing is supposed to be, is to take place in historical Nah, it's like 80% future shit. Yeah, I know. Well, there's its problem. Yeah. Which is terrible. (laughs) Among others, I've heard. Yeah. But it's gotten, what? Okay, Michael Fassbender and Marion Cotillard? That's yeah. Right. Oh, I know, that's good. there's a good Arthurns. one. I forgot about that. Uh, fuck. You forgot completely. <laughs> As you just Brad. looked at me with vacant eyes. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea where you're going. No Brad, idea. It was Brad at this moment hit. that Lolo did not know what existence was. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's moment, very likely to happen. Lorette contemplated all of existence. <laughs> 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 At this one moment, <laughs> Allied. Allied. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was great. God damn it! <laughs> I, didn't see that. I did want to see Very that too. Very hyperbolized. I mean, it's good if you think of like, I I don't know. I kind of saw it as like this dramatic noir fiction. Like it Ooh. had this kind of black and white thing going on with it, where it was overdone, but overdone in all the right ways. Oof. I really liked it a lot. That sounds I. Oh my god! I want to see that now. Did it? it was mm-hmm. that? Did that one keep you guessing the whole? It could go mm-hmm. back and forth the whole time. Yeah, I mean, there was only like there were. It's it's predictable that there's two ways it, the story could go. Right. Like it's pretty easy. It's gonna be either this line or that line, but it's impossible to tell which one it's gonna take. Okay. Good. Like Ooh, it did keep you guessing. Like, like it. It's really fucked with your head. Okay. Like it really nice. starts to make you get paranoid, and like the music, the score was really what did it for me. Like, the music the whole time is making your heart pound. It's making you feel, like, the anxiety and the the energy and the panic of whatever moment they're in. Like, mm. the music just gets into your skin. It's great. That's good to know. And they have really great on-screen chemistry together, too. Like, I am I love Marion Cotillard. I am not a Brad Pitt fan. So I went to see it for her, but I was blown away by his performance, too. I heard she's too. really good in it. Oh, she was yeah. absolutely fantastic. I mean, she always steals the screen. Like, whenever she's there, she's all you can see. Oh, yeah. She's very, very magnetizing. Mm. 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 Troy, what do you think? Mm. It's good enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are very, uh, very good picks for top contenders of the year. Yeah. I brought yours. What about ours? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) Next week. Maybe another special guest. Next week? Movie lover extraordinaire? Ooh, try and get old old Dave Tux old, back old, in. Old uh, GHD, Ghost Hunter Dave. Ooh, <laughs> all right. 
We'll see. It. We'll see if his. I know. I don't think he can. I think he's in Arizona next week. Oh, oh that's fancy. Uh, maybe we can get Dinosaur Neil in here. Ooh, get his tops. Mm. Yeah, get his top picks of the year. Mine should be more. Well, you know what? I want to say more interesting. But last year's was pretty interesting because I didn't hardly see anything. I know. So even I was just scratching for anything <laughs> to I'm gonna fill try in the top and, I'm going to try list. and fit in a few more movies before we do it. <clears throat> but I got a few more that I got in mind, but I'm going to try and fit them in. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see one more Manchester that's out right now. If I had seen the end of it. Having my theater evacuated for fire kind of ruined <laughs> the end of that movie for me, but... Well, that might, it was that really might, great up until then. It might might be brought up in another segment later in the show. Oh my! <laughs> Moving on with the show, according to the rap in movie news, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Ever heard of this guy? Mm. Deadpool. Deadpool. Hot <gasps> February hit is gonna be in. Logan, right? What? Why are all What is happening over there? Why is every beer you gave me exploding? (laughs) Having a catastrophe. Towel right over to your left. Ah, Jesus! Dude can't handle his beer. Dry vac in here. (laughs) Christ! Reminiscent Uh. of our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Of our first few episodes, where you spill shit every (laughs) single episode. I want to blame this on you for giving me exploding beers. Those were sitting very still in my fridge (laughs) for a week. They were sitting very still on the floor. (laughs) You should have seen what I... I think gave me a bunch of trick beers. That's a very amateur move. gave me a bunch of beers with snakes in them when you open them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just pop the top and then snakes jump out at me. (laughs) But actual snakes. Do this the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real venomous cobras. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Joke's on you, you're dead! (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Um, But Ryan... Every time I open one. Ryan Reynolds, um, according to the rap, did actually shoot something for the Logan movie. He did. I just read that this morning. Yeah, so maybe look forward to him and maybe an after credit sequence or maybe a surprise cameo in the movie. Yeah, when does Logan come out? Uh, Not till next year. I think it's... Summertime? Mm. Logan in the summertime? When I saw that Logan? Hugh Jackman no, was trending, a... I became immediately afraid. <laughs> I think it's in March. Early summertime. Some call it the spring. <laughs> <laughs> Some call it late winter. Yeah. yeah. It's in that weird little uh, zone you can't it's really... In that late, it's in that weird... It's the one that, where you can't really nail it yeah, down. That weird part of late winter people call summer sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, I'm curious, what do you think that uh, Deadpool will clash with the seriousness of Logan as it seems to be in the trailer? I'm really liking the darkness I'm seeing. Like, that real yeah. heavy gravity to it, I yeah. think is fantastic. Because I like the humor that's coming into the Marvel movies and how it's not taking mm. itself too seriously. Because DC has gone real melodramatic. <laughs> yeah. But... A little earnest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I really like how Logan feels. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm excited for this standalone Wolverine movie more than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also going to be the last time we're going to see Hugh Jackman in the role. Yeah, yeah. That's which true. is a huge deal too. So the gravity makes sense. I mean, <coughs> he's me. been playing Wolverine since 2000. Yeah, and I'm wondering. Um, I did enjoy the Wolverine. Though. Yeah, the Wolverine, Wolverine was good. Japan. But after Wolverine Origins, that. yeah, that I wasn't. 
hugely excited for the Wolverine, and then I heard it was good, and I don't think I caught it in theaters. Yeah. I had to wait for it was released on It was a, a very video. strange, like, boss <laughs> battle at the end. Yeah. With him. We had to fight an samurai. enormous silver samurai. <laughs> right. But, uh, I don't know, all together I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. I think, um, I don't think if Ryan Reynolds or Deadpool is in this, I don't think he's going to be in it much at all. Yeah. Really. Unless they need... Like maybe like a, a spot like a, of comic yeah, relief, like but, a, like a one-off to kind of relieve the tension. Yeah, because it looks like a very depressing movie. Like you got Xavier who has dementia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and have... it, like Wolverine is what like one of the only X like the mutants still alive. Yeah, I guess. And his, I his mean, yeah. we're powers like of... slowly deteriorating, so he's got like scars all over him, and yeah. it's like. Bring the family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring the family. Watch the demise. Yeah. But this makes me think, though, um, if if Ryan Reynolds visit that set, then would, like, Hugh Jackman visit the Deadpool 2 set just to, like, return the favor? If it was just, like, a cameo kind of a thing? Do you mean Deadpool or 2DP? Oh, uh, <laughs> JT2DP, hashtag yes. No! <laughs> We're not saying that. We're just saying the name of the title is 2DP. Yeah, 2DP. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, Hugh Jackman did his cameo in First Class. Yeah, he also kind of had a cameo in Deadpool, <laughs> what Hugh Where? Jackman did. With he just had the Hugh oh, Jackman mask. Oh, yeah. Sexist man alive. <laughs> yeah. That was the best yeah. move ever. Oh so, God. I don't know. That'd be that'd be pretty cool if he did. I could see him yeah. doing it as a good, like, good faith kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. But who knows? I mean, he does say he's done. Like, this is this is his last run. I hope he's as... in Deadpool 2 as Hugh okay. Jackman. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be just, great. Just as Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I could see happening. That yeah. would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be something else. I would like that. Like when, uh, what was it, Ocean's 13 or something where Julia Roberts plays Julia Roberts? <laughs> I don't think I ever made it to 13, <laughs> that but I heard about that. It was worth it for that. It was worth it for that. That's pretty amazing. And they don't show, like, Wolverine Hugh Jackman. Show, like, Boy From Oz Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Or Oklahoma Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Staying on the X-Men train. Uh, Mike Fassbender. <laughs> Mike Fassbender. Because you're big best right. friends with him? Mikey yeah. F. Uh, <laughs> I can, like, feel his death <laughs> stares from here. <laughs> may not be returning as Magneto. Oh, no. As of right now, Fox have not yet approached him to be in any other upcoming X-Men sequels or spinoff. But that doesn't mean it's off the table as of this point. But his contract was up after X-Men Apocalypse. And who knows, maybe they might uh, still focus on the younger group of X-Men that were introduced in that movie? We'll see. I don't know. But they I do mean, like to have Magneto have... as a bad guy in every single movie. They do. They're getting a little tired on that. But, I don't know. I mean, Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy had very successful careers before this. They've continued to have six successful careers since. It's hard to believe that they would keep doing it after a contract was up. Mm. Those movies are getting a little stale. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which if is they, sad because that's such talent that they have. <clears throat> if they take the uh, new group of X Men that were introduced, I think in Apocalypse, mm-hmm. and just have somebody else come and shake it up, like uh, like uh, First Class did. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. Revitalize the franchise again. Almost start mm-hmm. at at zero. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. And like none of the other movies are really. 
not like, canon still. They still kind of yeah. fit in the whole thing. Really yeah. go with his alternate universe kind of take on yeah. it. Yeah. So, so I think that's what happens. They keep getting reined in by where X-Men, like the original X-Men starts. Mm-hmm. It's like it feels like it keeps trying to get back into well, the original yeah. At this line. point, continuity is so broken in those movies. <laughs> they can really do anything and it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. Yeah. But they had Oscar Isaac. They have Jennifer Lawrence, who I love. And... I mean, they've got such a great cast. They really have Oscar to be able to do Isaac anything was they want. In apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they have, a, they, have a, they have an amazing cast, but they have an amazing cast that seems very burnt out on the yeah. franchise altogether. Especially Jennifer Lawrence, I thought, because yeah, she, she was, was just like, painting by don't numbers. Don't you dare fucking movie. paint me blue more than you have. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> she was probably Mystique, maybe for ten minutes in that movie. Well, yeah. God, it takes them so long to get them into that costume. I mean, yeah, I don't know I mean, it for I, her, I but, it, but for, um, ah, uh, shit, who played her before? Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, yeah, I heard from Rebecca Romaine how long it would take to get her into that costume. Yeah, but she did it for three movies. Yeah. And, yeah. No offense to Rebecca, and no offense to Rebecca Romaine, but Rebecca Romaine's not like, I'm a fucking Oscar winner. No, but I, I liked her <laughs> I loved her Mystique. I she was good, I liked her. I love Jennifer Lawrence, but I liked Rebecca Romaine's But Jennifer Mystique Lawrence better. can definitely be play more of a power play by being like, Bitch, I want an Oscar. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't, Oscars can be overrated. But I, that being said, I love Jennifer Lawrence, so I don't want to say that she doesn't deserve that because she absolutely does. But when it comes Speaking to of Mystique, which, be in our review. Yeah. When Top it comes to that particular character, I love Rebecca Romain better. Very good. Uh, Chelsea <laughs> Danger's uh, favorite actor of all time, Nick Cage. Oh God. Will be possibly <laughs> Ronald Reagan. In an upcoming biopic. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I want to see it so bad. Is this Nick Cage playing Nick Cage playing Ronald Reagan? I want to see hope this so, so bad now. Hopefully it's Nick Cage as Guy from Con Air as, <laughs> as freaking Ronald Reagan. Please With the hair. put down the yeah. communism. <laughs> or oh, uh, maybe Nick Cage Nick. as Big Daddy as Ronald Reagan. Oh, that would be something else. Mr. Gorbachev, please put down <laughs> the wall. <laughs> Except it'll be an action adventure where he has to find it in the U.S. Constitution. He has to break a bunch yes. of laws. Uh. I think the only way to stop communism <laughs> is to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And for this, we must go to the pyramids in Egypt <laughs> and break into a vault that's never been broken into. So yeah, Chelsea Danger can look forward to that coming in 2017, possibly. Uh, last bit of news I have. John Bernthal may know him as Shane on Walking Dead and the Punisher in the Marvel's Netflix series said that he was never thrilled to want to play a superhero in any of this shit. Up until he actually played the Punisher, and I actually have a quote from him on my cellular telephone, which I will now pull up to read. To you. And they gave him a check. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm working on the Punisher now, you know. Yeah, those Marvel checks, they're always clear. (laughs) This whole superhero comic book thing is something I had zero interest in being a part of. The guys that I really, really respect as actors seem to have kind of purposely stayed away from that. I don't mean that I'm above that or anything. I just don't. It's just not for me. 
But then, when I got to know a little bit about this character, he ain't got a fucking cape, he ain't got any superpowers, he's a fucking tortured, angry father and husband who's living in this unbelievable world of darkness and loss and torment. Frank it's Castle <laughs> Frank Castle resonates with me. Such a nerdy way to, sh- to, to, to speak as John Bernthal. Hold on, let me see. Uh, let me let me say the quote as John Bernthal. <laughs> let me say this. It's a long one. All right, let me see. <coughs> hey, is you it know, Stanley's birthday today? Oh, I don't know. Is it? I think I it is. Sorry, Hold on, okay, I'm gonna really try. Show. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do this as John Bernthal. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna need a character right now. <laughs> no, I'm working on the Punisher now. <laughs> you know, this whole superhero comic book thing is something I had zero interest in being part of. These guys, I really, really respect as actors, seem to have kind of purposely stayed away from that. I don't mean I'm above all that or anything. <laughs> Just that I'm not for me. You're dipping into your Nixon here. Man, I got to know a little bit about this character. <laughs> he ain't got fucking cape. <laughs> he ain't got any power. He ain't got a fucking tortured, angry father or husband. What is Who's living in this unbelievable world of darkness and lost torment. Are you You're southern? like slipping into Stone Cold E.T. My John Bernthal is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Are you southern or are you from Boston? <laughs> Give me a hell yeah! Yeah, exactly. My John Bernthal <laughs> yeah. is, is a Bostonian Steve Austin. A Bostonian. <laughs> I get the fuck out of here. But I am looking forward to his uh, Punisher series. That should be pretty done. Pretty done. <laughs> should be... Uh, <laughs> done i think by now we're gonna be releasing it as good enough (laughs) (laughs) pretty soon or whenever it's just a few effects here and there (laughs) now imagine someone's chasing him (laughs) that's uh some guy just jumps out here and it's like this is what's happening (laughs) this guy's over here he's dead and this car is gonna run him over i'm I'm just gonna wait till it's officially at him his mother I'm just going to wait till this is officially finished. This is a really bad version of this. <laughs> you know uh, what? Scratch that. Yeah. Scratch that. Go back to the green screen. It just turns into like a bunch of improv scenes. <laughs> of like, okay, Punisher is in a country. We need a country. <laughs> Italy? Okay, he's in Italy. Now, what's his profession? Dad. We need a profession. Oh, wait, that's not a profession. Uh, a chef. Okay, so the Punisher's a chef in Italy, and go. This is episode one. (laughs) He's just standing there like, what the fuck? Shoot everybody Uh, in the picture. But that's all all the uh, news I have today, Jesus. All right. But I need to verify. It's Stanley's birthday. Well, then look it up. (laughs) Wait, why am I going to Facebook? I don't know. Maybe Facebook knows. Maybe Facebook Facebook knows. The land of all knowledge and things. Ugh. But it's so land I, of real news. I feel like we should say something about Carrie Fisher. Don't worry about it. We will. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Don't, we have a segment for it. Right. Okay, good. Because she's my hero. <laughs> we have a segment for it. Do not worry. He's married. <sighs> okay. Thanks, Wikipedia. Um. <laughs> All right, Troy. I got some Walking Dead news. Lay it on me. Hmm. Uh, Lolo, you staying up on Walking Dead? Nope. No? Okay, good. <laughs> Haven't seen a single episode. <laughs> well, uh, there's been a poll out there for a bunch of Walking Dead viewers. It is his birthday. He's 94 years old. Sorry. Oh, my God. Ooh. Please, Let's 2016, he... don't text <laughs> no, Stanley. Like, oh, no. HBD. HBD. Did you see someone started a, 
uh, Kickstarter to keep uh, Betty White uh, alive. Uh, oh, 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 <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm jumping mm-hmm. on your segment. All right, uh, this so, is a good uh, time for me to take a beer break. Mm-hmm. Do it. Right. So, Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. They did a poll with b- between their viewers, and according to this poll, ten percent of oh the viewers, <laughs> the people still watching right. Walking Dead, right. have said that. Season 7 is the, quote, worst show on TV. <laughs> uh, this is, so one out of ten people that are currently still watching the show right. have said this is the worst show on television. That is, Ouch. I want to say quite accurate. <laughs> I fell off pretty easily, like, a season and a half ago, so... Uh, we like, all into Negan's it. kill or whatever happened. I watched that episode. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't hate it, to I've be honest. I've seen no chatter on it, so I figured it couldn't be good. There's a lot of people being drawn away by it, and I think it's been a long time coming, because I think the seasons before this have been pretty boring, especially since yeah. they got to Alexandria. And I feel like now it's it's picking up, but it's still kind of cheesy. Mm. But I think they did more damage in the past season than they did this season. Okay. Like, this one feels more like... They're draw. They're like working towards something as opposed to like we're all living in this town and we're just yelling at each other for no reason. And oh, here's a zombie. Let's kill it real weird so we can talk about it. <laughs> Let's kill it real. Weird. Yeah. I mean, what else do you do after the apocalypse? But that. Uh, I don't know. Start a farm or. But no. Something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like. Molly hates farming. it. She always tells me all the time how much she hates it, but she still watches it with me because she, it's one of those things where it's like I've invested so much time into it. Yeah, I need to I need to see it on its see it through. That's how I felt about Poldark, and then I stopped. Yeah, I, I've had That's plenty. I've had, I've had yeah. plenty. I've had plenty of TV shows where I've just stopped on them, but I don't know. I I think I still hold out a little bit of hope for Walking Dead. Okay, a little bit. All right. Although Jeffrey Dean Morgan's weird like pose where he like leans back when he like ex- exclamates something is <laughs> is really getting annoying. I think the problem is his mug is too shallow to pour it without foam. <laughs> oh, we're talking we're into pouring techniques over here. Oh, fuck. I can't pour my beer into this mug. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I'm just looking back up. Hold on. All right. Uh, Troy. Yeah. We have... You're still here? Still here. Present. (laughs) Okay. Uh, we have, uh... Bueller. (laughs) Bueller. (laughs) The Radio Times Critics. Yes. Rated the best TV shows of 2016. Now, I like these lists, Troy. Gotta... I love an internet list. Loving these lists. Is this a list like the... People Magazine one, where it was in no particular order. This, like one's, last a, this one's actually in an order. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And it seems Ow. like a lot of uh, British stuff, actually. You coughed right on me. <laughs> Sorry, it was violent. <laughs> but uh, this one actually voted, number one, The Night Manager. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Did you see The Night Manager? I need animal? to watch it. It's on my list. It's on Netflix. It is, no, it's on Amazon. I saw it's on Amazon for sure. Wait, no, not I'm not. I'm thinking of High Rise. Sorry. I oh, I want to see High Rise too. Did yeah. You, did you see High Rise? I haven't. It's in my list. <laughs> <laughs> so many Get things. Get me some Tom Hiddleston. No, but yeah, no, Night Manager looked amazing. It did look. It does look good. I totally want to get on that and watch shit out of it. 
<laughs> Get on it. Get, Get on, on it. it. But mm. yeah, so Sorry. Night Manager, some TV to watch maybe in the future. Get that Hugh Laurie. That Hugh Laurie. Get that uh, Loki. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Tommy H. Tommy H. Good old Tom Hiddleston. Now, uh, rearing back to something Lolo brought up earlier now. All right. Mm, There's one? a Bring fundraiser. There is an internet fundraising campaign launched Mm -hmm. to protect Betty White from 2016. (laughs) Because there's been a lot of celebrity deaths this year. Yes. A lot of big ones. What is with this year? It's It's almost over. Just just let it end. Just Just let it end. It's mere days away. Just hold out a little bit longer so now we can blame deaths on 2017. (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) I feel like now that you said that, there's going to be like, nuclear war in the next three days oh my god like the world just ends like we give up jesus oh yeah and like terminator 2 donald (laughs) Donald trump's gonna going to uh punish us by executing a celebrity a day until we do what he wants (laughs) yeah because nobody will sign up for his inauguration so he's like fine i'll just kill off all your guys i'm gonna tell you right now if you don't sign my bill i'm gonna kill pink (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start off with Pink, and then maybe go to Ariana Grande. She's and then he says a bunch me. of other gibberish that doesn't make any fucking sense, because he's a fucking monkey. And then, if you don't, and then I'll then I'll start getting in the heavy hitters. Then I'll execute Oscar winner Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I think he won an Oscar, I'm not sure. <laughs> I know he got nominated. I saw that night. I fell asleep before he, before he, his part came up, but I'm pretty sure he won. He's gonna die. Yeah. I'm sorry that did, you made a complete sentence though, so that doesn't count. <laughs> I could understand what you were I'm saying. Perfect. I'm perfect. <laughs> you just gotta say a bunch of jargon words and then just run away. Wig flapping in the breeze. <laughs> I just ran away. <laughs> Wig flapping in the breeze. <laughs> Wig flap. <laughs> so yeah, Betty White. Yeah. Do not let this horrible year take you. There's people there to protect you or do, whatever. Yeah. Whatever we're this money raising, is doing. We're raising money to do something. <laughs> it's probably going to some guy who thought that it was funny and people are actually giving money to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to buy like, like a Betty White sex doll. Oh my. There are, <clears throat> there are worse things. There Troy. are worse things, but that is still gross. That is. That's I got sad. some Betty Supergirl news for you. Oh, my. Which is good news for delusional nerds out there. Oh, yeah, she okay. got divorced. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined your punch. <laughs> your face. She got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let, me set, let me set you back up with this. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna step away for a moment. Okay. So, okay, Supergirl, right? She got divorced. <laughs> yeah. Who, this is also a story for delusional nerds out there. <laughs> Whoa, this is big. So, <laughs> who was uh, who was she married to? Oh, oh, why would you bring up that she's married? I didn't say anything about her marriage. Oh, <laughs> then who did she get divorced from? I didn't say anything about her divorce. <laughs> now you ruined it. <laughs> Damn it! I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway, she got divorced from. Oh fuck! Now I got went up with Blake. Someone from Glee. Right? Uh, from Glee? I think his name's Blake Jenner. Blake Jenner. 
Got divorced from him. <laughs> Is that one of the Kardashians? No, I don't know. He looks like John Mayer a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they met on the set of Glee. Yeah, see, I got some of it right. Gleed. So, yeah, now you can, uh, I don't know, like you're a nerd and you think you can get Melissa Benoist. Then... And there you go. Yeah, whatever. Celine Dion is single, too. She is. She's on my list. <laughs> she is your list. She is. List to slay she in is. 2017. List to slay in 2017. She's my she's my New Year's resolution. Oh, uh, man. If you fully um, support this, you should start a, cr- a fundraiser. Troy, we're, we're slowly approaching <laughs> the end of the holiday season. Right. We're, in, we're approaching the end of the holiday season. <laughs> Holiday season. <laughs> so whoop dee doo and dickery dock. And don't forget to hang up your sock. Till we come around at 12 o'clock. Till we come down the chimney down. I always forget that last part. Can't forget that last part. We're approaching the end of that. Yes. I don't want to bring it I want to sing it again. <laughs> but uh, in, in celebration of that, Mm-hmm. iTunes has put out its top five holiday movies. Top five. This is the top five movies that have been either purchased or rented on iTunes. All right. So, uh... Is The Hobbit in there? I don't know if that is a holiday movie. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> the Hobbit Saves Christmas. <laughs> All right. Got number five, Troy. The Polar Express. Polar Express. That weird Robert Zemeckis, Tom Hanks. That weird Uncanny Valley. It just (laughs) freaks me the shit out. Oh my god. What is wrong with their faces? (coughs) Everything. Number five on our list. I know a lot of people love it. Never seen it. Number four, Home Alone. Awesome. Classic. Still holds up. Did you see they did the science on that? And pretty much they were dead, like, right (laughs) away. Yeah, they would have died. (laughs) Yeah. They were literally, of, they would have of, literally died. They would have been torched, broken corpses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the minute Daniel Stern stepped on those nails, tetanus <laughs> right away. That's the worst part of that movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, I, the minute I yeah. see the nail enter his foot, it's I... It's because we've all stepped on nails, and it's never <sighs> fun. Oh, it's bad. Uh, oh, it's bad. You got a bad. nail through the foot. Oh, yeah. I've got a nail through the foot. Oh, yeah. Me too. Several. Me too? Yeah. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Jim Carrey's Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, yay. I just rewatched that a couple weeks ago. Do yeah. you know that Cindy Lou Who is the lead singer of... I'm trying to make this sentence long so I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> she is the lead singer of some band, though, and she's like totally the opposite of what Fifth she Harmony. Is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. I am right there. Can I find it? But yeah, okay. I, I just, while you're looking for it, I'm going to continue on. But yeah, I did just rewatch it. And I think I liked it more re- on its rewatch. Really? Than it does, I, it than actually I does not get good reviews. Pretty Reckless. The Pretty Reckless. Yes. I have the, her oh. album Going to Hell on here. <laughs> classic Cindy Lou. <laughs> classic Christmas album classic. She's got a great voice, though. Oh, my God. Anyways, continue. But yeah, it usually doesn't get uh, huge rave reviews, but I think it, yeah. it'll, it, it grows on you. Yeah, it's good. I think I still prefer the cartoon from, like, the 60s. But that's because we grew up with that. It's a nostalgic value. Yeah. 
So. <laughs> That's why I still like it. <laughs> also a Christmas story. It's a Shut Christmas, up, I like it. Is Christmas story on your list? Well, we'll see. Is it on we'll iTunes see. list? We will I, see. iTunes yeah. list. We'll Coming have in. To talk about... Are people buying on iTunes? That's the yeah. thing. Coming in at number two. Number two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What? A.K.A. Shitter's Full. Oh dear. I think I've only ever seen that movie once all the way through Christmas Vacation. I know. It's always one of those ones where I like I catch it like halfway through. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's not a favorite of mine. Well, it's a favorite part. of a lot of people. It is. The squirrel Hitting part up. is funny, but that's about Fucking it. Clark Griswold over there. <laughs> Frying <laughs> fucking uh, squirrels and shit. Like, yeah, crazy. you got nothing. Shooter's full. So, <laughs> so now we got number one. Number, number one. one. Loretta, you're saying Christmas story. Number one, right? You're saying. Oh, that? as the number one. What do you think's number one? Yeah, Christmas story. She's saying number one that for Christmas story. What do you think, Troy? Hmm. Hmm. Many, number one ooh, movie. Or a Muppet Christmas Carol. That's my. That's actually my favorite. So either favorite. or. It could be either or. I'm gonna either go or. with Die Hard. Because a lot of people have been saying it's a Christmas movie this year. Oh, that's not a Christmas movie. We'll we'll, we'll see. Number one, Troy. Yeah. Lolo. JT. It is the Will Ferrell classic. Elf. Oh. Is the number one Christmas movie on iTunes. That's Mm. the number one? Yeah. I've only seen that movie once. People digging that buddy. That buddy the elf. I've seen it a lot. I did see a lot of memes. Did you see the thriller recut trailer of it this year? <laughs> oh, I wanted to see it's it. Really I good. That you posted it, and I it's wanted really to see good. it. Super bad. It's really good. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, actually, I only like it because of I used to watch it when I was a kid. But I like The Grinch, and there was this weird oh. Christmas special that was on TV that my dad like taped, uh-huh. and it's like Claymation Christmas or something like that, and it's like. Are you talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? No, 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 not the stop motion ones. It's like clay. It's like this two dinosaurs <laughs> in the middle of this town, two dinosaurs. and they talk about Christmas stuff, and then it goes into classic classic Christmas songs, and there's like Carol the Bells, where all the bells are banging their heads with mallets, and the California raisins sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's really yeah, good. California. I, no. I saw an amazing meme over like the weekend where somebody posted a, a picture. From the Flintstones Christmas special, and it says the Flintstones celebrated Christmas before Jesus was even born. Because <laughs> <laughs> technically, yeah, Christmas good. is a pagan holiday. But uh, I don't, I don't really get. Otherwise, I don't really get into like Christmas movies so much. I like those. The short I love the one and Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer stop motion one. Yeah, Should that's good. your sunglasses have little one. jewels on them? Yeah, Chelsea said they're girl with sunglasses. These are definitely girl sunglasses. Well, you're in the guy oh, section. Yeah. I hold that up uh, 100%. Yeah, you know, Christmas call me, story call me, call me a softie, but I really like Love Actually. <gasps> love I love Actually is Love great. Actually. It's that good. is a great one. We just yeah. watched that like a month ago. Again. Like it's one of those movies where like movies are really bad when it comes to like trying to juggle a whole bunch of stories, but this one that one does a really good job of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think is it does a really it the best. One. Yeah, and it was like one of the first ones to do it too. Yeah, and it 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 like because they were all intertwined. That's one thing that I think some of those. Oh, what do they call that? There's know. a name for that kind of movie, but I can't remember what Anthology? it is. Anthology? A mash em up A mash em up But they're all connected to each other. Yeah. That's the thing. They have to, you have to remember they have to have a core at the middle that everything else pivots around. 
And uh, a lot of those stories end up too disconnected. Or, like, they try to draw a line, a really direct line through them. It doesn't work that way either. Yeah, with, like, uh, what was, like, Valentine's Day and, like, New Year's Eve. And, like, there's... Well, those are bad. They are really bad. (laughs) They got progressively worse. And there's another one, too, I thought. The the thing I like the most about Love Actually, though, is that, like, they actually have, like... It's, like, romantic... Like stories, but like not all of them end with happy endings. Like it's, right. yeah. it actually is more of a realistic means of seeing how a relationship can actually end. Yeah. And in, instead of being like, we're destined to be together forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not everybody has a great happy ending, and it's also what? like rated R, and it's not like a watered down PG thirteen version of it. It's oh, like yeah. has like adult themes and stuff in it too, which is a Refreshing. Although Rick Grimes in it is a fucking dickhead. And a creep. He's a creep dickhead in <laughs> yeah. Love Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Um, uh, no, uh, the guy that plays Rick Grimes in uh, Walking Dead, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Andrew you do Lincoln. not. I don't he care. He is a total douche yeah. in that movie. If you, I don't care if it's Christmas and you tell the truth. You do not profess love for your best friend's wife. Exactly. Yeah. And that, like, behind his back. Behind his fucking yeah. back. Yeah. It's like, what? I'm being truthful. No, you're not. <laughs> you're behind your friend's back. Yeah. yeah, you're being shitty. And then you're putting conflict in her head. She's in a happy marriage. She's happy with her relationship. You don't yeah. do that to people. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, he's a shithead. Yeah. So fuck For you, sure. Rick Grimes from Walking Dead, who's <laughs> in love, actually. Yeah. And Alan Rickman's character, too. Which is he's so, so squeaky clean. No. No. <laughs> and you, yeah, because it's Emma Thompson. They're so great together. <sighs> and uh, Hugh Grant's in it, and I don't hate him, so that's good. <laughs> his role is great, but my favorite part of that movie apparently is his least favorite part. His What's dance, that? like when he's doing the dance oh, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. like he hated doing that part apparently. Well, paid off. And I love that scene. It's the best scene ever. It's good. I was a big fan of the of like the the guy that did all the like the like Christmas like dance number things. Where he'd be like singing in the background, and they were so awful. <laughs> oh yeah. I just liked I just, every time he came on. I was like oh, yeah. enthralled. Well, that's Bill Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill Nye. I think he Bill is. Nye, yeah. Who I thought was Bill Nye for a long time. <laughs> I shouldn't admit the, that. The science guy. I'm sorry, was Bill Nye. I didn't know they were two different people. They look a lot alike. I Maybe. thought Bill Nye the science guy was Bill Nye's character. Did not realize he was a brilliant Negative. scientist. Negative. 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 Everyone's allowed. Oh, we missed it. Negative. Negative. <laughs> Everyone's allowed one blind spot. Oh, shit. There's mine. <laughs> well, anyways, lots of Christmas movies out there to go watch. Check them all out. Check them out. Check them all out. We gave you plenty of suggestions. After Christmas. For next yeah. <laughs> For next year. Or even right now. As we're all the Christmas really spirit. Sick right. Christmas. Still got a couple days. Still got a couple days. Holiday no. season. Holiday season. <laughs> Holiday season. Now. So whoop dee doo. A dickery dock. And don't forget to hang up your sock. Cause just because at 12 o'clock they'll be coming down the chimney now. Said I'm going back to San Francisco. <laughs> Every time we say it, we have to sing the song. It's new. It's almost New Year's. Like almost, almost, almost. New Year's, which is part of what? Winter. Uh, <laughs> oh, almost. Trumped. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, okay. Well, moving on. Moving. Right, we got a oh. big show. Huge show. Talk about passengers. passengers. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. <laughs> Henry Cavill doing an interview saying that mm-hmm. in Justice League, oh there's going to be another showdown. What? Between soups and bats. Oh, my. Over what? who is the leader of the GAL. JL. You mean whose the mom is the best? Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's the mom? most broody? Yeah. Who's the most? Who's the most like a bird? <laughs> <laughs> who's the most sad? Whose mom is the best? Whose mom, mom is, is the, the sickest? Most Martha-y. Martha. Martha. <laughs> I saw like a video online of like that movie was terrible. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was. The... I wish I could delete that from. Do my not brain. get us into our another tirade on BBS because yeah, yeah. we we'll be here all night. Yeah. But I, I saw this video on Facebook the other day. Of like, they're playing out the whole like it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman, and then like Superman looks down and like, yes, it is me, and then he flies through a flock of birds and a plane, and it's like, did you really think we thought you were a bird or a plane? <laughs> so, like I have this argument with him about how he killed a bunch of birds and people in a plane. <laughs> oh shit! We were just. Separately saying that we saw birds, planes, and you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so fucking good. I loved it. Mm. (laughs) Looking forward to that Justice League movie coming up. I'm hoping it's not a big piece. Wonder Wonder Woman's coming out sooner, though. Yes. What are you thinking of Wonder Woman, Lolo? I'm excited. You're excited for? I'm very excited. But what if they fuck it up? I don't think they will. I'm apprehensive. Are you? Yes, I am. After... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Batman versus Superman, huge tank. Yes, but... Suicide Squad also did not have favorable results. I didn't see that one either. Actually, I missed that as well. That was right when I moved. But... <laughs> <laughs> and it was at this moment. <laughs> and it was yet another moment. <laughs> but Lolo contemplated all of reality. <laughs> but you, what, Wonder Woman. That's Wonder what Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman was the best part of Batman versus Superman. Like she could almost salvage it. Point. And I think that the story could go well. Like the previews I've seen seem really promising. It looks really solid. It kind of had a um, early X Men feel to it to me. And I know they're different. I know it's different <laughs> universes. Whatever, but. I don't know. It looks like it could be good. I mean, there's only been one trailer that I've seen so far, so I can't base it off too much. Mm-hmm. But um, Gal Gadot. Yes, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. <laughs> she's amazing, and she's legit badass. So I mean, mm-hmm. she brings a lot of life, a lot of life to that character, and I think that she could do. She did a really great job in Batman versus Superman. I think she's going to do a really great job in that movie as well. Performances aside, I think everyone should have a fine performance. I'm just worried that they, and, and when I say they, like the producers and studio executives want to chop the movie to make it not what it was set out to be. Yeah, well, why they keep filming five hours of movie for a hour and a half is beyond me. Well, that's they do that all the time, but like when they do in five hours of reshoots for extra footage and just all it does is make it a choppy mess. 
That's because they're trying to sell that extended version, which is <laughs> I crap. I don't know what they're trying to do. <laughs> but but what, if the, to what if the extended version also sucks? <laughs> I don't know. What if it flows just a little better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if it's still you a said. shitty movie, but, you know, yeah. kind of better? Well, Troy thought that Batman vs. Superman extended edition was worth the watch. I life, yes time yeah. life that cannot be reclaimed. Yeah, Troy, you did. I remember looking over at you when we were in the movie theater at Batman mm-hmm. vs Superman. You looked like you were ready to burst into tears. It was so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is yeah, one of those. Bad. That was one of those pivotal moments in life. Where I'm like, I'm never gonna forget this moment. I've never seen such sorrow. Lolo, coming from someone who is of right mind, the <laughs> Ultimate Edition also not worth watching. It's still. <laughs> If I could put out there, though, if you choose to watch the movie, don't. I would choose to watch the Ultimate Edition first. So you, so you drink can bleach, tor- and then if you survive <laughs> that, then maybe watch it. Yeah, like because you're gonna torture yourself for another couple hours through that. It's only like an extra twenty minutes, but it's Jeez, it does make long. more sense. Makes more sense. It does. Still doesn't make sense. But it makes more sense of this what is, the theatrical this is. This is how I described it. I, I put out a tweet like this. like If the regular BVS was somebody stabbing you in the face <laughs> with a knife, the ultimate edition is someone stabbing you in the face with a knife, but they're telling you why they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and at least you get the reason. Com- yeah. Commendable for sure. We have closure at the end. Yeah. But still. I mean, I can see why, but still, I wouldn't want this to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. That's terrible. Good news for you, Lolo, since you are a San Francisco native. Ooh. Fuller House has now gotten to a season three. <laughs> it made it to a season two? Yes, it did. I haven't now. watched it all yet. I, I'm, I am still depending on watching it all because i literally JG. hate myself that much i love that you're more of a girl than me hey they have a gay kid in it there you go gay oh, kid. well that's pretty great they do i'm glad they have for a gay the, uh, i think it's like a six openness. no eight-year-old all right like he actually does say that he has a crush on blake shelton at one point Blake Shelton's in this? No, he says that he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Wait, Jesus, does he need that much money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who's Blake Shelton? Is it Blake Shelton? He's a country woman? singer. Yeah, he's a country singer. Oh, I'm thinking of Blake Lively. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to finish it at some point, but I'm getting way slow through it because it is bad. I wasn't that much into Full House. So but a lot of people were. It was the not... most watched thing on television when it came out. I and at one point, it was the Power most Rangers. watched viral show or um, viral. streaming yeah. show. It's yes. like a virus. Yes. Yeah, it is very viral. I've never seen The Painted Ladies. I have not been there. Uh, that was my Power Rangers and Star Wars. And Star Trek time. Mm, there wasn't good. much Full House going on. <laughs> I don't know. Power Rangers oh, was so good. Power Watched Rangers a lot of Full House, but Fuller House is something else. It is a whole new animal. <laughs> Fuller <laughs> House is a whole new animal of so goddamn hard. Because we're all adults now, and we realize just how yeah. messed up. I don't think this it's the same is? show though. Fuller House is like if Full House in the Disney Channel. I mean, had it is sex true. in a big vat of cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, it's diabetic. It is true that that many people would live in one house in San Francisco. That is true. Yeah. But 
If you have Carly Rae Jepsen singing your theme music, (laughs) you're not a good show. (laughs) All offense to Carly Rae Jepsen. All offense to Carly Rae Jepsen. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm thankful I don't know who that is. (laughs) Well, Troy, I brought up earlier. Yeah. And Lolo. Mm -hmm. I I don't mean to leave you out. Jeez, man. But uh, brought up... There was a list of top TV shows. But you know, the real list of top TV shows is not the critics who like it. It's the people who steal it. Right. So I have a top ten list of the most illegally downloaded TV shows this past year. Courtesy of Pirate Bay? Courtesy of just whatever. I don't know what the fuck it is. Got it. He stole it. He stole the list. Number ten, we've got the newest show from the guys from Top Gear. The Grand Tour, Grand number tour. ten. Wow, that's a newer show too. Yeah. Well, but that's and it's on because... Amazon. Right. All you need is an Amazon subscription, and people are stealing this shit. <laughs> okay. To be fair, though, the Amazon prescri- subscription is really expensive. It is. But it's not a new show. It's because of who it is. I mean, they're continuing because Jeremy Clarkson got fired for punching a guy in the face. Yeah. Which is a pretty baller way to <laughs> quit yeah. a show. Yeah. And it's like one of the most popular shows on Amazon as it is. It is. Well, Top Gear was the highest ranking BBC show for 20-something years. Yeah. People like the the dudes. They like those dudes. dudes. I love them, too. Top Gear was one of my favorite shows before they left. Number nine, Troy. Suits! 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 (laughs) Suits! Is that some USA show? Yeah, it's on USA. I think it sucks. (laughs) Number eight. See, see, Danger would like this. Lucifer. Really? Most stolen pirated show. Lucifer. 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 Yep, that's right. (laughs) Lucifer. Lolo. (laughs) Probably taking a bathroom break. Taking a a bathroom break. (laughs) Taking a brain break. (laughs) Taking a pee break. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven, Vikings. I've kind of wanted to check out that show. Know, Somebody I've else told me it was pretty good. It yeah, I've kind of wanted to see it too. Uh, number six, The Big Bang Theory. Fuck you. Oh my God. Why Fuck would it. you need to steal that? God, I watch it. I work out of Planet Fitness <coughs> and they have that fucking shit playing nonstop because they have TBS on one of the TVs during the fucking, on the fucking uh, wall where the treadmills are. Yeah. It looks awful. I don't even know what they're saying that <laughs> it looks awful. That's not like, why would you need to steal it? Like, it's on, it's, it's been everywhere. In it's everywhere. For years. You can stumble into a fucking radio shack and watch a fucking episode of this dumb shit. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. <sighs> Fuck you, it's awful. <laughs> Number five, Arrow. Okay. I can see that. Number four, The Flash. Oh my word. CW getting shows. Right in, getting right into your alley there, <laughs> T Max. Number three, Westworld. Westworld. Really big show. A lot of people talking about it. I can see that. Number two, The Walking Dead. Okay. A lot of people hate it. Mm -hmm. Still getting stolen. Great. Can I guess number one? What's the number one one? Game of Thrones. You are correct. Yes! Exactly right. Awesome. Game of Thrones, number one, most pirated show of 2016. I'm su- well, I you know what? I'm not surprised. I was going to say, I'm surprised oh. that yeah. HBO shows are on there because, like, everybody <laughs> everybody who has one just divvies out their account to oh, yeah. every single friend. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
It's uh, me included. Yeah, you included. <laughs> included. She's back, baby. She's back, baby. Number one stolen show of all time: Game oh. of Thrones. Of 2016, out of, of 2016. all time. 2016. Well, yeah, maybe of all time. I saw that coming. Yeah. Did you see Westworld yet, Lolo? <laughs> I have not. Are you interested? It's on my list. Right. On good. the list. It's on the list. It's on my single list. When Lolo's I get home. List. When I get home, I'm gonna binge all watch all the single list. All the single list. Shitload of TV. <laughs> Put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> what were you looking at? I was just looking off to the side, <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't. And like then he gazed spiked. dreamily into the eyes of the universe. <laughs> it was at this moment that <laughs> JT realized that he was in love with Troy's washer. <laughs> realize i am a machinist no longer beats i am forever a machinist <coughs> at heart last bit of news troy for getting our essentials and lolo yep you brought this up earlier hulu mm-hmm. disney nabbing up, nabbing up them <laughs> disney i'm really pictures. good pictures nabbing your your what are those called tag jump lines <laughs> tag lines tag team back again <laughs> Your punchlines. Mm-hmm. I'm good at nabbing your punchlines. Yes. Hulu taking up them. Uh, Getting a lot of Disney, Disney action. Disney action. A lot of Disney action. Which Getting such what? titles as Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I love Lilo and Stitch. Never the Mighty Ducks. I don't like Mighty Ducks. The Emperor's New Groove. That one was that underrated. Was a, that was okay. Yeah. Muppet Treasure Island. Also okay. Hey, it's got <laughs> Tim Curry in it as... Tim Curry's oh. Long John Silver is <laughs> badass as shit. He scares me. Mulan, Pocahontas. I love Mulan. Sister Act. Oh my! I didn't know that was a Disney film. Lots Are you gonna list all fifty? Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Disney movie? Oof, we've talked about this. I know I'm gonna leave a few out because like Disney does a lot that they I do. probably yeah. don't even realize. Pick one. Mm, I'm gonna go with Lion King then. Yeah, I think Lion King was that first one that struck sure? me. Where no, but you put me on the spot, so I'm going to say Lion King. I think King. It's, it's it's a it's, it's a close one between Lion King and Aladdin. I really liked Aladdin when it came out when I was a kid. Yeah, and I actually really like Beauty and the Beast too, but I My think favorite. Lion King tops tops out. Mm. Oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Beauty and the Beast holds up. I'm pivoting too. between The Little Mermaid and Peter Pan. Peter Pan is my favorite Ooh. story of all time, but not the Disney version. But the I get caught between it because I love Jay and Barry's Peter Pan so much. I'm going to go with Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's Ooh. good. I like that yeah. one. It's good. The songs are really good in Little Mermaid. Oh, they're so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. You want to sing one? <laughs> I'm not going to start doing it. <laughs> uh, Molly read an awesome tweet from... Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who does the songs for Moana, where, like, they have they have an enormous crab in it that eats people. Yeah. So he referred to that character as Sebastian's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I have you seen Moana? I have not. It is good. I thoroughly enjoyed Moana. Good. It looks like it's good. It's, it's got it, the rock in it. it. It feels a lot like those classic Disney films. That's what it looked like. From what yeah. I've seen so far, it looks like it's going back to an like, older. Like, I didn't mind Frozen. Frozen was okay, but a lot Are of the songs didn't really hit and miss. Were really oh, hit and miss. God, did I hate Frozen. Really? <laughs> I think I'm the only person in the world who hates that movie. No, I know. No, I'm they not a hate fan it. of they it either. Oh, too. man. Andy really I didn't, made me sit there. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hate it, but it wasn't as... I think Moana's way better. 
Well, that's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> so you're going to put me into a fit. <laughs> Excuse me. But no, Moana, definitely, Moana definitely has that, has that more of that plate. classic Disney feel with their songs. So. Okay. Because okay. actually have like a br- actual Broadway like production person doing all the songs. Right on, man. So it's nice. good. Right. I like it. I'm gonna have to see it. It is. I'm gonna see it because I'm the fine print. <laughs> yes. Did you say what your? Oh, your Lion King was your favorite. Yeah. Between Lion King and Aladdin, one right. of, between those two. That's a right. hard choice. It is hard choice. It's hard. We were '90s babies, so all those '90s '90s mm. ones really stick yeah. out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I really like Snow oh, White yeah. too. Snow White's good. I haven't seen Snow White in forever. You should watch it again. It's really good. Does it hold up? Not that bad. No one else is really good. Of Cinderella. So Cinderella is great. I forgot about all the mice stuff in that, and like how they're a huge part of the movie. <laughs> they are. They are. They do everything. They're I with her that. from start to finish. <laughs> they're just as fully fleshed characters as she is. Yeah, it's great. She's a little one note, but <laughs> she's a little... well. And the prince is no note at all. <laughs> yeah, he's the brown note. Yeah. <laughs> but... Brown note? Is that a phrase or did you just come up Uh, with that? South Park made it up. It's just the note you play that makes people crap their pants. (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty much just there to be a hairpiece and then he's like, (laughs) serves no purpose. That's true. That's a lot of those early princes. That's why I got so mad with Frozen being like, oh my god, it's the first feminist Disney movie. Because yes, all those early Disney movies were all about the princess falling in love or whatever. But really, the love part came at the very end. The entire movie was just about her. And not her finding her prince at all. It was more about her finding freedom and autonomy and her taking control of a household. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, they're feminine things, but she's still not just seeking a man the whole fucking time. Yeah. Whereas, how many times did she get engaged in Frozen? She's like (laughs) married uh... twice and then there's a moose involved. (laughs) The problem I have with it is I don't know what's going on. I thought both the main characters are unlikable. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that Let It Go song, then that one bitch would be unlikable completely. And I then like... the other one was just a dummy who got conned into marrying this dude real fast. Yeah. Yeah, like... she was irritating as shit. I liked Elsa. I hate that Let It Go song. Anytime somebody starts singing that, I just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go on a frozen rant. I am. But I did recently read a theory that Elsa could be gay, and then I liked her more. So I'm like, all right, that'd be pretty fucking awesome if they yeah, had I a did gay mem- Disney I did remember hearing, like, there's, like, a petition about if they make a Frozen 2 <coughs> that make give Elsa a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Which be is all fine, but, like, it still doesn't like... like her. Gay or straight, she's still unlikable bitch. Like, she's <laughs> evil, like, in it. She's not evil. Yeah. She turns evil powers. and she's unlikable. She can't control her powers, you fucking asshole. They locked her in a room for, like, most of her life. And yeah. it turned her into a bitch and I hate her. I would probably do that, too. Well, then I'd probably hate you, too. <laughs> How do you like that? I'm staying on my ground on this. <laughs> anyway. with your own knife, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking name on everything. I'm going to tell you why I'm doing it. Yeah. Ultimate you, edition style. Are you clipping your toenails right now? What you got a toe that? knife? Yeah. <laughs> I'm using your knife as my toe knife. <laughs> I'm franking over here. Al Franken? <laughs> I'm 
Al Franken in. <laughs> well, Troy, before we get into uh, our uh, last segment, we got we gotta got some bits, some big yeah. bits. Got a one huge bit for sure. Huge bit, huge. So you got two huge bits. You gotta sing the song, Troy. Oh what yeah, are I know. The smallest bits. <laughs> Excuse me. Bits. Clearing the throat, clearing the pipes. Yeah. People die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned for Neil's bits. Yes. 2017, looking for that jingle from Dinosaur Come Neil. on, yeah. Start <laughs> us out with a new year with a jingle, Neil. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we'll start with the first one. Yeah. Happened that, on uh, a very didn't terrible day for yeah. it to happen. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> Especially for, like, what, for one of the songs he's known for. I know. George Michael dies at 53. Yeah. In his home, I guess peacefully he went, so that's that, good. that was good. That's good. But yeah, it just for him having that song last Christmas was just like the saddest irony <laughs> oh, <laughs> that just he died on that day. Favorite George Michael song, Troy? Go. Wake me up before you go, go. Even I know it's Wham. Nope, Careless Whisper. Oh, that saxophone is so really good. alone. I'd love a good sax. <laughs> <laughs> but uh jitterbug 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 that one puts the boom boom into my heart every time <laughs> I remember Coach Havens one time made you dance with that song in his living room for the entire duration you're making this song. sound like a weird <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. not like Dance slave, but like yeah. kind of like that. Sounds like yeah, something but real he, bad. He said, in all honesty, if we were to actually present the context, it probably would be even weirder. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so I'm just gonna stop there. But yeah, I don't even know what the context is, and I can already tell this is just gonna be a weird story, regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird high school story. Anyway, He's like pulling up his pants over here. Should I be worried? I'm just I'm airing out. I'm <laughs> ventilating myself. Vent. Uh, so yeah, George Michael, sad, George Michael. sad loss of yep. 2016. Yeah. Doesn't stop there though. Doesn't stop. Big one. Big one. Thought it was not going to happen. I thought. Yeah. We were, it was like, okay, she's fine. We're good. Yep. We're, she's then, stable. She's that was stable. like the weirdest. Okay. That was the worst part of 2016 right there. It was like, she's fine. Psych. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that Sorry. was such a 2016 move. It was a total 20. Yeah. 2016. Can suck my dick. Fuck y'all. Suck on it. Fuck y'all. <laughs> they even waited so she wouldn't even be considered in like the the 2020 special they played when we were at the bar on Friday. Oh my god. She would have been a huge part of it. Huge. But yeah, Carrie Fisher, if you don't know, died yeah. at 60 uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? 8:55. Tuesday. Uh, what day was... is today? Oh, Wednesday. Today's. Yesterday morning, yes. Yeah. Yesterday Died of morning. complications of a heart attack that Yesterday she suffered morning, on a plane ride. Let me know you were gone. <laughs> from London to L.A. Uh, I know, man. It's bad. If there is a silver lining on that, there is no silver. She lining. did complete all of her shooting for episode eight, and I can only imagine that that movie will be uh, attributed to her. Yeah. And it's said that she has a major role in episode eight, which makes her character go out with a um, huge uplifting note. 
So Good. that could be a great send off for Do Carrie Fisher. Well, I hope it will be a great send off, but she's so young. Yeah. Well, George Michael is even younger, but almost all of these people that have gone on 2016, besides like Jaja Gabor, yeah. <laughs> like died in their 50s or 60s. Yeah. yeah. It's tragic. a lot of them at 69. Yeah. Well, cancer yeah. will do that to you. I'm going to guess George Michael died of cancer. You died quietly at home. Well, he had AIDS. Oh, that made me too. JT. Well, you had AIDS. <laughs> he did have AIDS. Okay, but the, to die quietly at home at a younger age, you have something serious. But AIDS is not all that different from leukemia, to be fair. Yeah. So, it attacks your immune system. Yeah. But anywho. <sighs> Carrie Fisher was like the, the, one of the first women. I mean, aside from... I can't remember the actress's name who played Wonder Woman. But like Linda there, Carter. Linda Carter. There weren't a lot of women for our age group who showed us that like women could be kick-ass, that they could take control and be in charge. And, you know, job a bikini scene aside. <laughs> right. We're talking about somebody but who... But she still sh- killed him in that battle She bikini. fucking yeah. choked him with her chin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she just, I don't know. She just showed a lot of young girls that we didn't have to just be the princesses waiting to be saved. That she could, you could mm-hmm. actually be somebody who's oh, powerful. Yeah. And then her as a person, too, was she was such a feminist badass. Mm-hmm. And such an inspiration to people. Because she she said what she thought, but she was smart. And she was witty. And she was, like, she was on the mark with what she said. She wasn't just obnoxious about it. And you could tell that she cared about what she did. That's true. Very true. And so I know... Specifically for young women, that that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a huge loss. Even older women, because she was a uh, big power player in the 70s, started out. So Yeah. Well, oh, she yeah. was only 19 when she was cast as Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. She's really young. Mm-hmm. That's true. I was like looking up like a list of like other things she did outside of Princess Leia that were like awesome. And do you remember that fucking awesome scene in Austin Powers where she was the fucking like therapist for... Scott and Doctor Evil. No, I haven't. Like she played that like the ther- like they had like a group therapy session, and she was like, "Oh the yeah, of the therapy yeah. session." <laughs> I do remember that. And, like she just asked Doctor Evil <laughs> like describe his life, and it's like this awful shit. <laughs> you said a gypsy woman shaved his scrotum. Mister 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 Evil. It's evil, <laughs> Doctor Evil. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite scenes from her, though, is actually in Blues Brothers, when she just pulls up outside their house and picks up a fucking rocket oh, launcher yeah, off the passenger seat. Jim Belushi's crazy yeah. and Blues and Brothers was the best. Blows up the building. Like, oh one my, of my favorite god, it's amazing. She doesn't even have a line in that scene. She just drives up, <laughs> and with that cool-eyed, like, very Carrie Fisher face, just picks up the fucking... Oh. She oh was God, amazing in Blues that. Brothers. I fucking loved her in Blues Brothers. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was the best. Just, it just yeah. blows up their fucking <laughs> <laughs> Like the whole thing with a rocket launcher and then she just drives off. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, it was so perfect. Oh, I loved it. She was in When Harry Met Sally too. Really? Yeah. Jesus, she was in a lot of stuff. She hmm. was in so many things. She's oh. awesome. Oh That's the way where she's, I think she's having like, the whole movie, she has, like, an affair with a married man. She's like, he's going to leave his wife. No, I know this is going nowhere. I know this is going nowhere. And, like, year after year, it's, like, that story. And then she ends up with somebody super awesome. Right on. Yep. But, yeah, she's Sally's best friend. That's right. I remember that. Oh, man. Carrie Fisher. 
will be missed. George Michael, Carrie Fisher. And right sad after she losses. dropped her big reveal that she had an affair with Harrison Ford. Yep. Well, now she's got a new book coming. Can attack her for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's split now. Oh, really? That's too bad. Uh, I know, because he comes to Galena, or he did come to Galena every year for the yeah, Flockhart family Rock reunion. Right, or Freeport. Stockton. Stockton. No. Yeah. Thought it was I think she's from Stockton. Calista Flockhart. She's yeah. got to be closer if she's going to Galena. Yeah, because they always, always stayed at the spot, Desoto though. house to go to the reunion. So yeah. I'm pretty sure she's in Stockton. Hmm. Put your head out of your ass. Well, <laughs> now that that's uh, over and through, hopefully 2016 doesn't throw any more curveballs. We'll see. Got like a couple more days. But we got uh, another segment we like to call. <clears throat> <laughs> What is this? Are you supposed to do that? You <laughs> know it's done. <laughs> done. It's done. You know it's done. That's the sounder you hear. Every week time you after hear week. that, every time you hear that bottle that reverberates the microphone. <laughs> Apologies to people listening to the audio. That's when you know it's done. Apologies to people listening to the audio. Isn't that all you do? Just apologize for our audio. <laughs> Sorry you're listening to this. It's awful. It's terrible. Uh, I don't remember who went last week, Joel. I don't remember. I don't give a shit. Go. Um, but uh, also dropping on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> dropping on that Christmas. That was a terrible joke. Are they getting uh, puberty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alien Covenant dropped its first full trailer. Yeah. And it... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> that oh. good, right? <coughs> Jeez, man. Looks uh, pretty tense. Yeah. It's supposed to bridge Prometheus to the first Alien movie. We'll see if it happens. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I, saw, I thought the end of Prometheus was... Well, actually, I just thought Prometheus when, was a bit confusing. When Michael yeah. Fassbender's head walked off on yeah. its own. <laughs> but as you see in uh, Alien Covenant, Michael Fassbender is a complete synthesoid. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer just a head in a bag. Yeah. He's got a cool always hoodie. A, always right. a bonus. He's got a sweet hoodie. <laughs> but other than that, besides like uh, tension-building moments, you don't really know too much about the movie. No. But uh, JT... What do you think? Uh, nothing stuck out to me in terms of like, oh, I can't wait to see that. But I don't know. I'll still just check it out. Do you see it, uh, Lolo? Uh, I have not. Oh. Um, well, it kind of shows. <laughs> I don't know. That guy, it looks like his skeleton's about to blow through his body. Yeah, it looks like the <laughs> alien's like bursting through his back instead of his chest. I don't I don't get how that. How confusing. Yeah. I know. Because it's, it's not supposed to go. It's like... Uh, Face hugger to lay its egg into a guy, and then an alien burst from its stomach. And Maybe then... it was confusing. Went out the wrong way. Else... It looks like the alien was becoming his skeleton and trying to just like shed its skin. That's <laughs> yeah, what it looked like know. to me. Mm. Anyway, what are you saying? Does anybody else equate pregnancy with alien? I tell Chelsea all the time <laughs> that our baby is gonna burst out of her. Yeah, uh, like stomach. it's just gonna like. It's a really good idea. It's like <laughs> wiggling around. That's just like. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like there. It's a really good <coughs> idea, Troy. Yeah. You should totally just co- co- comfort her with those thoughts. Yeah, well, 
I've already done it. If so any I... child was going to be a chest burster, it would be yours. Probably. Yeah. Probably a dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Covered in slime and teeth. Yeah, acidy spit. <laughs> I um, I'd love it anyways. So are you looking forward to Alien Covenant? <laughs> uh, like, I'm not like overjoyed, but I'll check it out. Mm. If it gets good reviews, I'll check it out in theaters. Right on. Uh, sticking That's on the solid. Ridley Scott train, yeah. there is a trailer came out, a TV trailer, yeah. for a little miniseries called Taboo, yeah. dropping on FX uh, pretty soon. It's produced by Ridley Scott. <gasps> yeah. and That's the one with the Mad Max guy. Tom, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy? Yes, yeah. and it does star Tom Hardy. It looks so good. It looks badass. A, it yeah. looks really good. It looks good. like a 19th century like vigilante like yeah series yeah like, and it's got like weird gonna, like, gothic horror it's, like, weird supernatural stuff happening in it like yeah i'm i have no idea what to expect but i'm excited to see it hopefully i can catch it yeah. this while it, it looks like gothic horror out. mashed with like early marvel movies <coughs> looks me. pretty creepy yeah dude i'm it for it real great i'm for it mm-hmm. so check out the trailer for taboo Taboo. Out on YouTube. YouTube on Taboo. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. Those are all, those are my only trailers. Yeah, that's week. it for me. Great. That's great. <laughs> well. Not top of the hour. Yeah, missed it completely. Missed it completely. Uh, <laughs> last stop. Our final frontier. Final frontier month. Uh, last one. We went and caught the movie Passengers. Yes. Starring Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. C-Pratt. This movie currently has a very low score on Rotten Tomatoes. How low? Is it lower than Nine Lives? It is not lower than Nine (laughs) Lives. (laughs) Okay, good. I will um, look it up right now. But it's it's not favorable, and I knew that going in as well. Passengers currently has a thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score, however, yeah, has it at a seventy percent. They love that. That's J-Law. where I'd stick it. It's uh, they love that J Law quite, quite. The lowest like... one of the that's currently out in theaters right now, Collateral Beauty, thirteen <laughs> percent. Oh my god! Thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. Even lower than Assassin's Creed. Oh god! Assassin's Creed sticking strongly at nineteen percent. Well, I read that Collateral Beauty was a bait and switch, which I think kind of killed everyone wanting to go. Because I almost went to see that and then saw Manchester by the Sea instead, which I'm really glad I did that. Good choice. Yeah. Heard the twist of uh, Collateral Beauty. Sounds like dog shit. Yeah, yeah. not it looks real bad. not so great. Yeah. Real bad, real bad. So uh, a bit of a synopsis of Passengers without spoiling too much of it. Yeah. Chris Pratt awakens. We can spoil. We will spoil. Oh, we, we will. will spoil. Just we will. Just give a little spoiler-free stuff for people taste, that still see may want to see it. They want to go see it, and then we lay, okay. lay out how we feel about it I'm without spoiling. Let, I'm going to let you talk first. Okay. Since I sobbed my way through the second half of it. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers, it's sad! Uh, Chris Pratt uh, is a passenger on the ship He's Avalon. One of, one of said titular what? passengers. <laughs> right. On the ship what? to Avalon. 
No, that the is... ship is called Avalon. Yeah. That's what I said. They're on their way. No, they're on said... their way to Homestead 2. Yeah, you said they're on their way to Avalon. Oh, well, I meant they are on Avalon on their way to Okay, a why do they always have to use Arthurian references for these movies? Because like, it's epic. Sci-fi really loves <laughs> Arthurian references, but Because then... we're deep! <laughs> I'm so deep, I use have... Arthurians all the time. <laughs> I love Arthur. <laughs> I loved Arthur's Christmas. <laughs> My favorite book of authors, Authors Christmas. I hate you both. <laughs> and I know you're a huge fan of Arthurian literature. A huge fan! <coughs> I've dedicated the last decade of my life to that literature. So maybe huge fan was a bit of an understatement. But if I may finish, Chris Pratt awakens early upon the ship. Okay. And uh, on his way there, uh, he awakens 90 years too early too on, his, soon. on his 120 year journey R2D too soon yeah R2D too soon that's way <laughs> too hard to say uh, kick out your coding man <laughs> ow I clicked my split thumb that really hurts. oh don't do Son that of a bitch um and on the way there meets Jennifer Lawrence also in the ship yes and together they have maybe a thrilling adventure on their way to Homestead 2 or on the way to Homestead 2 that they may not see because it's got 90 years. 90 to get years. There. Okay, how but can do we they talk make about it? this particular They're movie without beings. spoiling it? Because pretty well, much, this is about as far as we'll go. This is about as, as far as we'll go. Because <laughs> that's pretty much the non There is a very, there is a very big twist about maybe maybe like a half hour into it even. like Not even halfway. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, trailer yeah. is pretty much the only spoiler-free part of the movie you can see. Yeah. And yeah. Which is so where far, we are. I'm actually happy the trailer. the trailer did not spoil that. Like, I can totally see, like, if this was a Terminator movie, they would have said that right away. <laughs> yeah. It was frame one. They would have been like, boom, 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 boom. Spoiled. Yep. Spoiled altogether. <laughs> Turns out John Connor was there all along. <laughs> yeah. yeah. John Connor is his own father. Yeah. This um, is also Futurama. Anyways. But uh, before we get into spoilers, I would like to say the the movie is very gorgeous looking. Yeah. It's very sleek, very, uh, very ornate sad. in its set design. I really appreciated that. Um, yeah, the ship was awesome. The ship reminded me of um, the Martian a bit. It was like if you kicked mm, the Martian shuttle up. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Um there's also references I saw to 2001 Space Odyssey. Which yeah, we, we just we just saw that. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of uh, looks like they designed a few sets off of 2001. Mm-hmm. And um, a very strong performance by Chris Pratt, I thought, in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. The but other than that, I'm gonna go say this movie was not at a 32 percent. I would say. Yeah. Before we get into spoilers. But I will give my full review at the end, saying that it is higher than a 32%. And that's all I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> so, I do you want to say about... anything else before we spoil? L- Lolo, stuff? do you have anything you want to say non-spoilery? <laughs> I'd rank it about 75%. I think it was really worth seeing in theaters, just because of how epic it is. Yeah. I mean, they it is really at a grand go, scope, yeah. They go all in with the ship itself, with the space around them. They... Like, the scenery is fantastic, and I loved being able to see it on a bigger screen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked it, so I'm going to wait to get into the spoiler parts. All right. Okay. JT, anything else to say before uh, we dive into 
I want to say, like, uh, I, I like the movie, and I like where the twist takes you in terms of your, uh, your struggle between, like, uh, your struggle of, like, uh, whether or not it was the right thing to do. Granted, it was a terrible thing, in all honesty. But like, I think we're we're getting into spoiler territory. No, but like I'm just I'm just saying, like in terms of like how how it plays out, like it it deals a lot with like human nature and like whether or not like whatever. And um, I think I, it grappled with it well. It grappled with it, yeah. But I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities they could have gone with. I feel like halfway through this movie, like some other writing team took over and they're like. All right, this is too deep. No, no one needs to deal with this shit. But um, it felt like they were trying to write themselves out of a moral conflict. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I feel like instead of instead of avoiding the moral conflict, they could have dove right into it and told a way deeper story. True, that would have been good. <laughs> but they didn't. But so yeah. <laughs> all right, well, spoilers here from on out. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, I'll say <laughs> that it was good but frustrating for me. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. fair. I think that's good. So, uh, JT, while you grab another burr. Yeah. Did you, uh. I'm gonna go with these. Oh, get it. I really want to drink one. The organic chocolate stout. I do. Take it. It's your. Take it! It's yours! (laughs) Brad Pitt from Troy. Amazing. Thank you. It's Um, organic. That's right. Is it conflict free? Sure. That's not true. No, it is not because he spilled it on my carpet, so I have a conflict with him right <laughs> Look, now. Like, there has blood been spilled over his beard. God. All right, so now we're into spoiler Yeah, territory. we're into spoiler territory. territory. So I cried through the second half. Go. I heard that. So, <laughs> uh, spoiler time. So that um, hasn't been out of character for any movie I've seen this year. <laughs> Chris Pratt awakens uh, 90 years too soon because they... The ship is on autopilot and went through like an asteroid belt, and Ship's wi- fucked. And the ship just got bombarded. Even though it had shields up, it got hit really hard and shook something loose in his pod. Woke up ninety years too early, and then it's the first third of the movie is kind of just like him dealing with like isolation and like what do I do now yeah. that I figured out that I woke up way too soon. And I found I thought that that part of the movie was really strong. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. Like yeah. it was like a it was like a space castaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where his Wilson was a robot bartender. <laughs> so much better. I did not like Castaway. I will admit. <laughs> I'm like one of two percent of people who didn't like that movie. But but no, yeah, he. Was... That's what set me up so hard for the end of it, though, which is why it made me cry. But yeah, their sense of grappling with that kind of isolation where you're. You're not totally isolated because he's surrounded by 5,000 other people. Right. But that sense of, like, not being able to connect and not being able to reach anyone else is something that I connected with pretty well. Yeah. And I thought they did they did a great job with that. Yeah. And he wrestles with that dilemma for a while. It almost reminded me of The Last Man on Earth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just by himself forever and he just kind of loses all dignity for himself. <laughs> like starts yeah. doing yeah. whatever. I'm surprised he didn't shit in the swimming oh, pool. Oh, dude, I would totally yeah. be the exact same way. Yeah, like, he, like, I'm so glad that he actually like went to shit. Yeah. Which, like, Troy, yeah. can we point out the point out that we totally predicted Chris Pratt buns? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, we did? Chris yeah, Pratt buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, sure. we brought that? up we brought up passengers <laughs> in some past episode, and we that brought up like the man there's bun? probably gonna be so many fucking Chris Pratt buns in here. Like, yep. 
Like oh, his butt. butt. Oh, yeah, his, yeah, butt. Yeah, his butt. Like, yeah, we brought up so much. Like, there's, oh, there's probably going to be so much Chris yeah, Pratt did, buns in this. They did not miss an opportunity to show his and butt. they showed butt. They showed buns. Yeah. They showed Chris Pratt buns. They showed all of his buns. Like, the minute they showed it the first time, I just leaned over to you and like, Chris Pratt buns. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have to say, it was, I'm not a Chris Pratt fan in that direction. So I was a Are little. Are you a Chris Pratt? Chris Pat, Chris Pratt Buns fan? I no. What? <laughs> I was a fan of his Buns. I'm gonna tell you that really? right now. Really? He's got scale, a scale of one to ten. He's got probably a nine. Woo! What? That's, that's right. a that's a big one on the Bun scale. That's a good a on the Bun scale. On the Bun scale, really? Yeah. He's got great Buns. Lolo, he worked hard for them Buns. Lolo, what's have the... you seen him as Andy? Favorite Those are probably not good buns. Lolo, Lolo, favorite buns. Favorite buns you've seen. Do you really have to ask that question? Give me your favorite buns. Can you guess who my favorite buns would be? Because I think you can. Was it Fastbender? No. Because I know, well, we saw a lot of Fastbender <laughs> when I was watching Shane. <laughs> yeah, that we saw a lot. I know you saw a lot of that. I did. Good buns. I saw a lot of you seeing a lot of that. <laughs> good buns on him. Uh, no. Um, hmm. Favorite buns be like <laughs> Irish, yeah. the Irish Aiden Turner, of Aid course, Turner. or Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson buns? When did Mads Mickelson show buns? I don't know. He's just so perfect. I can't imagine his butt would not be great. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you're not even Mad drawing hypothetical from buns. Mad Mickelson hypothetical buns. Uh, his hypothetical buns. But no, I thought it was weird that we kept seeing Chris Pratt's butt. It didn't really seem to serve a purpose. Though I'm glad to see, me. I'm glad that it was a man's butt versus they usually do that with women. Though they they showed a lot of side boob. They showed yeah, yeah. they showed some side boob. Side, side boob. But yeah. um, I thought <laughs> as much as you see as Jennifer Lawrence in this movie, she was even though she wears more like sexy clothing in this, even like her swimsuit mm-hmm. is more covers a little bit more, even yeah. though it's somewhat see through. It and was it definitely doesn't, like, more just risque. show her body. It, but, it was like, more risque swimsuit. on the men's side, her definitely. Swimsuit, yeah, her nice. swimsuit was, was more of, like, like a swimsuit you would, like, like someone would get to, like, go to a resort. Like, it's not, like, something where it's, like, bikini, I'm going to yeah. show it off on a beach. It's, like, something that you would reasonably pack if yeah. you were going to be at a resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, can I just remark on the disillusionment of people who are going to a planet called Homestead, which immediately makes me think Firefly. So you're going out... To a, it's a habited planet, but not super habited. And they're like, they're bringing like swanky shit with them. Like they've got <laughs> nice clothes, designer clothes. They've got things that are not functional. Where did they think they were going? You're not going to a resort town. Like you're going out there to build a new life they in a place some that's swanky rusted. ass tents out there. Swanky tents. <sighs> Swanky tents and a bunch of useless people. Swanky tents. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, let's continue with the ongoing story of passengers here. So, while he is uh, awoken 90 years too early, he lives a year by himself on this ship. A year and three weeks. Yes, and with that time, he has thoughts of committing suicide. The only saving grace is the bartender. That's like his confidant and keeper of all secrets or to a point and um has a moral dilemma um upon meeting her when he is in a a little drunken mess that he comes upon jennifer lawrence's pod and is smitten with her and 
learns a lot about her. Also, Disney lore, her name was Aurora, which is the real name of Sleeping Beauty. Right. True. It's good. I never put that together. <laughs> um, that, uh, I had the lowest lane thought, too. The journalist, like, mm. kind of a Superman kind of vibe, which yeah. was what he was trying to kind of give off. I know everything about the ship. I'm going to take care of you. Everything's going to be all right. I took her name more literal, like, she is the path to light, like Aurora Lane. Okay. Well, it's like, okay. With the starlight thing, for sure. So, I think um, they played into a lot with that. Um. Anyway, he, so he becomes smitten with her for a while, like, looks up all of her files, learns about yeah. as much as he can about her, and contemplates the fact that this is, like, the big thing in the movie, should or should he not yeah. wake her up to save his sanity? Which was the most powerful moment. Yes, because me. a lot of people... Well, this comes into conflict later. That, when he was shaving... Sorry, continue. <laughs> um, I don't think the fact that he woke her up was a lot of people's problem with this movie. Yeah. Because a lot of people thought he came, like was like kind of creepy learning all this stuff. I'm just reading like internet hate about the movie. I yeah. saw the comparison of John Goodman to Cloverfield. Mm, I missed that one actually. Like they're saying that it's got the um what do they got? Like Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Mm. Yeah. Not Munchausen. Um yeah. Which true. I mean, if it's the last person you could ever fall in love with, you're gonna fall in love with. There's an yeah. attachment there, a need yeah. for attachment. I feel like yeah. anything. Kind of. I feel like there's so many things, especially end. like a year of loneliness, where all you have is your own thoughts to dwell on. You can convince yourself to do anything. Yeah. yeah. But and then her part too of awakening in such a moment of confusion and having only one person to help you find it an anchoring point. Yeah. I mean, that person is going to be your everything. Yeah. There's going to be something <coughs> essential about Excuse them. Me. And I, um, up until, like, a point of realization, I um, never really uh, thought that the movie took any wrong turns at this point. Like, when he woke her up, he even had, like, oh, shit, what did I just do? Like, I've just yeah. fucked this woman. Yeah. Not, like, <laughs> I just fucked, <laughs> I just fucked her, her life yeah. over, like, yeah. really hard. I, I pretty much the, put her to death. I that moment, though, when he's shaving and he's like, please don't do it. Like, he's like, I'm just shaving. And he even says it out loud. He's like, I'm just shaving. Yep. Just shaving off my beard. Yeah. And he's like, please don't do it. Yeah. Like, that moment when you know you're going to, like, you, there's yeah. an unstoppable force yeah. pushing like you. He, that, like, your subconscious has taken control. Yeah, they almost build it up where it's like he's almost developing two personalities. Like, he's almost mm-hmm. becoming a split personality. Yeah. When where there's one part that's over. going, yeah, where there's a part where one of, one of your personalities is going to wake this chick up and another one is like, no, you're going to ruin her life. It's and more of like you're... He's battling with that. Mm-hmm. When you deal with something that's... That intense kind of isolation where you feel completely severed from all of humanity. I mean, the need to connect with other people is going to be so intense that it's yeah. going to drive you on a different level. Like an instinctual level. So it's something more like along the lines of he needs this person to survive. Mm-hmm. And when he couldn't kill himself, I mean, because he met her as soon as he rejected suicide. So to reject suicide and then meet this person, yeah. the first person he saw, he would have latched onto. It could have, I think it could have been anybody. Yeah. But that was like his lifeline. That's almost like the beginning alive. of like an abusive relationship where it's <laughs> like, I'm in this very vulnerable state and now I've met you. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to go well. But yeah, it's movie, never going to go well. To the movie's credit, though, when he does wake her up, um, he is not immediately like, hey, let's hang out, let's hang out, let's hang out. Like, yeah. sure, he wants that companionship, but, like, mm-hmm. she develops the companionship towards him Which more than he pushes it. Which but I was also, like... Yeah. But it's also kind of a... But what else am I going to do? Yeah, but <laughs> um, in order for him to not necessarily be the villain of this story, like mm-hmm. I felt like they balanced that really well with him still being shy. Like he still like is apprehensive to like ask her out to dinner and stuff like that, even though she's the only one available <laughs> to do this. You know, yeah. like she may like the power is in her hands to can kind of control the relationship. He just doesn't jump her bones immediately out of the pod. That's kind of where the, I think that Stockholm syndrome interpretation comes from though, because it's that he's in a bright enough mind to know how to manipulate this situation. He has to give her time to acclimatize to what's happened to her Yeah, and to go through some of the same process. I mean, they show her going through the same steps that he went through. Yeah. Um, to adjust to the fact that you've woken up too early and your life has been lost. And, you know, like she says, like, I mean, later she um, compares it to murder, which is something true, too. But, like, yeah. that you've basically been executed yeah. at that point. And um, the fact that he could let her go through that, I, don't, I felt like the writers at that point start grappling with it. Like, there are certain stories where you can see the writers start to to put their hand in a story instead of letting it just go where it should go. And that was where I kind of started to see it was that they, they realized they made a really morally wrong move, which I think is where a lot of those deeper moments could have come from. Like, let this be something that's twisted. Let Mm -hmm. it be wrong that he did something wrong. If they want to develop, they could totally develop a relationship, but make it something that's so out of left field where they could just go along with how the story was going and, like, let it grow organically instead of being like, nope, let's throw Lawrence Fishburne in there tell him to grow up and be adults and fuck each other still. Yeah, and, like, literally, <laughs> if the ship hadn't been as terminally damaged as it was, there would have been no salvaging that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You but know? I thought it was actually smart that they threw the Lawrence Fishburne character in there. Spoilers, Lawrence Fishburne is in this movie for, like, a good 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And his but, character is fantastic, and I love the yeah. scientific dynamic that he throws into it. Yeah, by the basically time... Basically, his organs were turned to jelly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By the time he's introduced, the secret's out that he that uh, Chris Pratt woke Jennifer Lawrence up, and Jennifer Lawrence is not having it. Yeah. And may yeah. I say... <clears throat> As a credit to Jennifer Lawrence's acting skills, that her look of absolute horror yeah. when she yeah. found out, when he admitted that he woke her up. Every time she's around him, even, like, it's yeah. like, even you get, like, creepy, like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be, I don't like, want to see Chris Pratt. If like you that. even ever question that she had skills on screen, that right there just, yeah. like, swept any reservations. Because she's yeah, always kind of really... walked that boundary of being, like, a very young, kind of almost child actress. Like, mm-hmm. not. She came on the scene as an adult. But, like, yeah. that right there swept the field for me. I'm like, she's got it. See, I, I didn't like her up until the point of the reveal of that secret because I mm-hmm. thought she was kind of flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she was introduced and like i've seen a few movies i haven't seen a lot of the ones where she's with bradley cooper over the last few years <laughs> so i don't really know how to take her take your pick but the only the thing dozen. i've seen her in lately have been these x-men movies where she's just like going through the motions and you can tell yeah. she doesn't really want to be there yeah. and that's how i kind of felt 
with her in the first chunk of this movie where I'm like, she's not bringing it to the plate as much as Chris Pratt is. Like, I'm not falling in love with her yeah. character. Up until, like, that secret's, like, out. And then she, com- tur- like, turns completely into a different person. I love, the like, that one scene where she goes just to beat the shit out of him yeah. while he's oh, sleeping. Yeah, and man. almost just kills him. You can, you can almost, you can almost, like, see that, like, moment, like, playing out in your head where it's, like, she's just, like, coming from the bar, just, like, fucking bottling her hand, like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And then just goes to his place and beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love that part. But that kind of rage, I mean, that yeah. white hot rage, yeah. is all feeling. Like, there's no logic to it whatsoever. And yeah. she pulled it off so well. Yeah. The, uh, and then, uh, later, anyway, I, what I was getting at was like, Sorry. when, uh, Lawrence Fishburne is introduced in this movie, I thought that was a great way to try to diffuse the situation. Cause I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. What yeah. I heard is essentially like Chris Pratt's in the movie, wake Jennifer Lawrence up. She hates him for a second and then falls in love with him again. Happy ending, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. That's not quite how it works. I felt like with the introduction of Lawrence Fishburne, that it kind of draws the attention away of their relationship a little bit. And while they're dealing with him, they're not dealing with each other. And so they have to work together to save somebody else. And so you can, it diffuses that hate a little bit. And I felt like it wasn't perfectly done, but it was the best way that they could have done it on this big blockbustery scale so that mm-hmm. the mass audiences can kind of get around it. Yeah. But I fucking... I don't know. Go. I hate that whole... Make it this way because blockbuster. Like, I think... Because, like, <coughs> from what I heard, this movie's doing horribly in yeah. theaters right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole that's the whole misconception is that, like, make it for mass audiences, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I think, like... There's so many theaters... There's so many, like, movie studios out there that treat people as dumb where they just, like... No, this story's too deep for them. Let's dumb it down mm. and just make them pretty people that love each other. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I hate about this so much is that there was so much potential to tell a very thought-out, thorough, deep story about, like, the human condition and what goes into being lonely and then what mm-hmm. you will do what you will do to people to... Do to other people to cure your own loneliness. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah, but instead they were just like... No, two people, they're they are pretty, they fall in love, the end, everyone's happy. Because yeah. really what draws her back to him is her own fear of isolation. Mm-hmm. At the thought of losing him, and then it was almost like she had to contemplate if she would do the same thing as him. Like, what would she do if she was yeah. the one left yeah. by like, that would herself? Be my, I actually thought of that, and, and I thought like, that would be an interesting what, take. Yeah, yeah. And, it's like, and that's what sucked her back in, and I actually was kind of hoping that he would die. Yeah, like, that was, I that was my perfect ending. I for was it. really excited for that moment. Like, oh wow! Like they're actually gonna let him die. Like they're gonna tell a story that's yeah. much more complicated. Like they're actually gonna force her into his position. Yeah. Like if he were to die, and then they show like a flash forward into like a next like a year later, and then she's waking somebody yeah. up. Yeah, because you would. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, she I'd make totally that decision would. for sure. Where she co- totally goes three sixty from being like this guy's a creep. He fucked up for my life. To now she's doing the exact same thing and playing mm-hmm. along a guy that she just met and fell in love with in the, the way same way he did. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like a complete cycle over and over again. Where you can almost see this going on up until the, the ship even lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they could, essentially if, um, 90 years is a long time. 
And I don't know when this movie is set, so I don't know, like, the general lifespan of what we're dealing with here. Maybe people live to 200. Who knows? Doubt it. I think they're definitely dead by the time the ship lands. I mean, that's definitely implied by the fact that they're only doing a voiceover (coughs) from what she's written. Yeah. But, um... Which I would have kind of liked a little tour of, like, fucking... Green, green, uh, green, like, green world spaceship. Yeah. Via Andy Garcia. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wanted... Because, like, did they, like, have kids and stuff, and now they're, like, alive and... See, yeah, that would have been cool. Like, yeah. Try, yeah, they like, never even addressed that. Yeah, do, like, no. a small tour of, like, the place. Like, was there contraception? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta use know. condoms. We can't, yeah. we can't have kids in this fucking ship. Yeah. Is it the longest last year? There was a tree house. The there was a tree house. That's true. That tree grew to very tall. Yeah. <laughs> so much that it could, like, break out of the spaceship at one yeah. point, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, they, um, I did not hate this movie as much as Rotten Tomatoes says that other people hated it. Like, the I audience really gave it a 70%, and I would probably, if I were to rate it, I'd probably give it a solid C. Like, yeah. I'd, yeah. like, around, like, a, like a 70, well, yeah, 70%. Maybe okay. like a C plus, yeah, like around seventy five, yeah. for sure. I mean, I just, I really connected with the way it was. I was really this factor of yeah. it. Yeah, like, I was really into that first act. Yeah, like it was really great, but I did feel like at the end, it, around like the big actiony set piece, mm-hmm. I was kind of like. It was, I was bored at that part. Like yeah. I really liked the quieter parts of this movie a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. Like the big action set piece is like. If, if it's spoilers, so like Jennifer Lawrence has to like pull this lever to release pressure, but if she does it, then she'll probably kill Chris Pratt because he's at the exhaust port, and it's mm-hmm. also really hot in the room. So she's <laughs> she's like, ah, I'm burning up in here, man. And so like yeah. that's that's why Chris Pratt's on like the op, like on the table is like possibly being dead. Yeah. But I'm like, I knew they they weren't gonna kill him. Yeah. I would have really, really liked so, it. I, I wanted to really kill him it. so fucking bad. Yeah. I really, yeah, I think I agree with Joel here that, like, there were different writers involved. Well, there, the, were two there was different only, hands there was only one writer play. of the screenplay. Well. John Spates. Because I've heard an interview with him that, but like. there are always revisions. There, yeah, there's revisions and stuff, yeah. but he's the only one credited for writing the movie. And there's studios that are like, well, we would can actually. Would, yeah. Because I really felt like, like it, would... it if you made it so that he survived, and then they have a fucking yeah. happy ending. Because there was, that... was something dark headed there. Yeah. yeah, like it had a much different tone to it early on. And it, yeah, it definitely feels like a movie that skirts around instead of just like it creates this big conflict, so you don't have to deal with the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. it talked yeah. its way around. A it's situation like there's an elephant in the room, wide. but we just blew up the room. So who cares about the elephant? We got to worry about the room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It became, it went from being a character story to being totally plot-driven yeah. halfway through. Like, in the first part, it's all just about how is he finding ways to deal with this. And and then it's even about how is Jennifer Lawrence's character finding ways to deal with this situation? Yeah. How is Chris Pratt's character trying to maneuver what he did and his own moral dilemma? And I also liked... Like, Jennifer Lawrence's character was really interesting to me in this, where it's, like, she also, she kind of seems like, out of anyone you could have woken up, like, she was, like, the perfect candidate, because she, she, she basically is living on this spaceship for just 
to experience life. Like she just wants something mm-hmm. to write about. Like she's she's going there just to be there for a year just to go back. Mm-hmm. So like she's going to basically be sleeping for almost 200 years. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to bring the edit, like so Jennifer Lawrence is her she's a writer. Yeah. And she's going to write about this experience or whatever. And yeah, so she's going to be gone for like 250 years and then go like 120 years there. Yeah. Right for a year, 120 years back, go to Earth, knows no one. Yeah, she has no connection to anything. So she, she's a, essentially traveling in time because yeah. she's not going to age more than a year or so. Yeah. And so she's going back to no one she knows. Mm-hmm. The one weird thing is like, so she's a writer. And like, I know a few writers. <laughs> They're not loaded. And she somehow. What? We don't have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, right. And so somehow she was able to afford the gold class ticket on this. Yeah. And a Her, round trip ticket on this. Her yeah. father was a Pulitzer Prize winner and she was actually a journalist. And to be a the, gold class. But the sound of we she's from New York. She's working it sounds like she's working for some more powerful papers. Just from the way that she goes about things. It didn't add up to me, is what I'm saying. No, but I don't think you'd is be that, able to like, afford whatever how a writer going on. Ought, like was able to purchase a gold class round trip, 250 year. Well, I don't journey. know about you, but I'm wearing diamond encrusted underwear right now. <laughs> and that <laughs> look out, Chris Pratt as an engineer only could like afford the common like. Yeah. A brick of cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. Every, Which, yeah. yeah every technically, morning. on those pay, scra- pay scales, he would be making more. Because then they put him as just a mechanic. Like, they switched it. But on his card, it said he was an engineer. Like, those are two very different jobs. If he's a mechanical yeah. engineer, he would know some of what he knows. But he's not a mechanic. Yeah. There's a difference between being an engineer, a mechanical engineer, and a mechanic. That's why this movie strikes me as, like, who cares? They're just pretty people falling in love like there's deeper stuff involved but they didn't put a lot of thought into the small stuff it was just like and i'm sorry but a mechanical engineer even an engineer is not gonna know how to repair a space shuttle you're talking about rocket ship engineering like you're this is something the future ah! i didn't i didn't find that and also he did have he did have a year he did have a year to like Basically, do nothing but read owners' manuals. Yeah, like they had, he had access to True. all fucking manuals known to mankind on that but ship. But they're flying fifty percent of light speed in technology that would be state of the art, which means there's only going to be a very few amount of people that actually know how that engine system is working. They're clearly working on some kind of high fusion reactor there with the whatever was going on with that one room. I mean, Lolo. I'm gonna say the same thing to you as the as probably the <laughs> studio said to people that were actually asking these exact same questions. Yeah, it's the future. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I took it as. Like, it's the future. People are smarter in the future. Like, like fusion reactors are like a a class in middle school. <laughs> probably. I'm sorry, but sci-fi is meant to teach us something. Like, the point of sci-fi is that it's supposed to be based in actual science. And then bring in the element of fiction. It's supposed to be suspended disbelief. Fantasy is where you let go. You can make up whatever the fuck you want. But science fiction is supposed to be based in some kind of reality. And a mechanic who can build things with, you know, 
who could fix a car is not going to be the kind of person who's going to know how to fix a rocket ship. I, I didn't have any problem with it. I had a major problem I with it. I can tell. <laughs> like, uh, just 20 years ago, this black rectangle in my hand would probably blow somebody's fucking Do you know what mind. that came from? Star Trek. Science fiction. <laughs> Well, what's to say that something from Passengers I wanna, wouldn't be relevant like, in, like, I want to, like, years. get inside your head, Troy, and, like, find out your logic on things, because you you don't get fusion logic, but you, you, well, you get that fusion logic, but you don't get writer is rich logic. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you can be small things that rip your, <laughs> rip your ideas of <laughs> movies apart, like, okay, I can get that he can learn what a fusion <laughs> reactor is, but... A writer being rich? Uh, no thanks. Listen, you. I just get it, okay? <laughs> J.K. Rowling is one of the richest people on the planet. Okay, she's also not a journalist <laughs> who just gets inspiration to look at the Chrysler building and just write something. If she is a career writer, she's already making enough to support herself. Excuse to me. buy a gold class round trip <laughs> ticket to an alien world? Get hey guys, the fuck out of here. Guys, you almost done. I got a fusion reactor class I gotta get to real quick. <laughs> oh, sounds easy enough. You should be able to pick it right up. Apparently, that's easy. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love The you, sad Troy. part is, though, I kind of agree. See? <laughs> Making money from your writing is a hell of a lot harder than understanding something like quantum physics. Yeah. Just understanding how a machine works. <laughs> it's not just a machine. I get it, but I'm d- I'm dumbing it down to the to like and this is a dumb argument. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I just get it. I get it. Anyway. I get it. Guys, if you knew who I was, you'd get it. <laughs> There's um, also a few other nitpicks I had in the movie, too. It's like when um, you see in the trailer that it looks like uh, they're building up tension because it looks like they're going to drive right into a star in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like a sightseeing moment in the <gasps> movie. And when they're like, we're going to... nitpicking based on trailers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you're just like, you build yourself up for these moments. And then when they don't show up, they're like... Oh, it sucked no. because it wasn't in there. No, no, I'm not even... No, that's not it. Because, like... It was in this, the trailer. It was in the trailer, but... I wasn't <laughs> expecting that in the movie. I'm just saying, like, the science of that doesn't work because they oh, got... Yeah, they would have oh, melted They would have been melt. They got really close to that yeah. sun. They almost yeah. drove through the fucking thing. <laughs> but the meteor field real took them out. And um, also... I love the, <laughs> and then the meteor field... Like also, an asteroid these, belt like an a- is not like a solid belt of rock. Yeah, like, no, those next, are way far away like from each other. Thousands of miles apart. Also, also, the announcer was like, "Prepare for sightseeing," and they're like, "No one should be awake." <laughs> no. Why are you announcing this? <laughs> that was also weird too, because like they know people are awake. Only one person, right? Yeah. But, like uh, anyway, that's oh, okay. No. Here's another. Here's another thing I got. So, the ship is breaking down. It is falling apart around them. Yeah, yeah. What's the first thing they do? Let's save the fucking bartender. (laughs) Oh, no. The bartender's destroying himself. Hurry, let's save him. While the ship is falling apart. They did. they, They had an emotional attachment. And he was Hugh one of the Arthur. best parts of the movie. Yeah, he Oh, was. that's why they saved him. Because <laughs> yeah. he was yeah. the best part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. You all right, man? I think if you're, if you're in a high-stress situation like that, you wouldn't run past the bar, run back, and be like, oh, shit, our bartender's going crazy. I need to make yeah. sure I got enough whiskey to last us the next 90 years. Let's I don't think fix it was them the, real quick. I don't think it was the whiskey they were about. They were both confiding in him. They had both invested a lot of emotional attachment. A lot of like, time. A lot of time went into Arthur. <laughs> Oh, Arthur! I did like I did I did really like the character of Arthur though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, even though even in all of his speech, like you could totally believe he's an android because everything he said was so, like you could interpret it any way. Can yeah. I go? And be like, oh my god, for an android, he's so deep. Yeah. I was like, he said nothing. <laughs> he really he said did. <laughs> he kind of just said like a blanket statement <laughs> that can like mean anything. I know. Can I go full nerd for a second? Yes, Do you it. can. Because I just realized okay duh i picked up the avalon thing right away totally missed the fact that his name is arthur yeah mm-hmm. but okay so Ar- king arthur himself is not actually all A that bartender. deep no he kind of is the bartender of camelot if you want to get real basic about it but like all right all right basic bitch here basic bitching <laughs> basic <laughs> no but like Arthur himself is not actually all that intelligent. He doesn't always make the best moves. He relies very heavily on the people who are around him to make him into the the king or the legend or whatever that he is. Right. And that character himself is imbued with a lot of wisdom, but it's more the wisdom of whatever has ever been around him. He's just soaking... Like, somebody programmed him to say everything that, like, a wise bartender would say. Yeah. And it gave him kind of, like, catchphrases and... Excuse me and choked up. Oh my God. Chocolate, the chocolate beer He's is really crying. good. He's crying. <laughs> I talk about Arthurian literature, I just can't, can't quite handle oh, no. it. But, you know, it's interesting that they have they have a ship named Avalon and then the character, like, I don't know what I'm quite going for here. <laughs> but just the fact that he didn't really ever mean anything. Aside from being, like, he's there to absorb what they're saying is all he's really doing the entire time, which in the Arthurian literature is pretty much all that King Arthur ever does is just absorb what's going on around him and then he reacts to it. Um, And it's the other characters that actually build the story. So if you have the ship being called Avalon, then you've got the space of, like, there had to be some kind of revival or rejuvenation or some like some kind of coming again that would happen, some kind of future past where you have something that shouldn't have happened will happen because you're bringing characters into a, a dynamic where you have Arthur and Avalon in the future. Did you bring all of this to the movie Passengers when you were seeing it? I'm just bringing this together right now. All this deep, this <laughs> deep <laughs> thought. thought into the movie Passengers. <laughs> Well, no, this wasn't why I was crying, but <laughs> this is why I'm nerding out right now because I just put some stuff together. But right on, I gotta think about this some more because it just yeah. it just came into my noodle. Also, also I like but... how like Chris Pratt like screws himself over when like the secrets revealed because yeah. Arthur takes things so literal yeah. that like Chris Pratt just says in passing, "There's no secrets between us." Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when he just like spills the beans like, "Oh yeah, he woke you up and now you're <laughs> fucked." <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah. I did not think Arthur was going to realize I saw it coming. The minute he looked at the ring, I was like, oh, so now he's going to get fucked up. Oh, well, I knew now... that. It had to come soon. I knew there was yeah. going to be something that revealed like, it. The minute he looked at, his, at the wedding ring that he made for, I was like, yep, now he's going to get fucked over. Yeah. Yeah. But so I didn't think it was going to be, I didn't think it was going to be Arthur until he said the secrets thing and then Arthur's kind of like looking at him. 
But I didn't think that it was actually going to be... When he told Arthur that... I don't know. I just didn't see that one coming. No, I, I thought it was pretty on the nose. Yeah. Um, JT, did you give a score for this movie yet? Uh, I'm going to give it a low C. Like a 70. Cause I, C minus. Yeah, because it just was so frustrating. Like, I... There's so many things that they could have tackled with that I would have liked so much, and then they were just like, I don't think people are going to get this. It's like, I think you're just underestimating people in general. Like, it's yeah. it's a very... It's a very well, have anytime, you seen our year? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I just see, like, anytime a movie does something like this, it's very insulting to me. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> the, uh, there's a, a critic for NPR called Chris Klimek, and uh, he had the best, like, one-sentence, like, statement to nail this movie. It's like, yeah. Passengers, a fairy tale set aboard a luxury space liner, has billion-dollar ideas and five-cent guts. <laughs> exactly. And, like, I will totally say that. I yeah. thought that rounded up pretty pretty well. Like, they could have really gone yeah. balls to the wall at the end, and they kind of just wrapped it up like any yeah. movie of the summer would. Like, it had, like... A whole lot of potential, and they shot it all into their genitals. Like, it was just like, <laughs> oh my god, this could be really awesome! Ah, oh, they're just gonna fuck each other now. Yeah. Can I nerd out again? Nerd out. Sure. Nerd out. Because that statement, again, is very Arthurian literature kind of statement. Because... Million dollar ideas and five cent guts? <laughs> yeah! It happens a lot, because it's, it's categorized as popular literature, but it's actually... Something that's been around since 500, what, 500 BC? Um, anyways, the, oh, fuck. Arthur, Avalon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, but the idea Excalibur. of, mm, it's almost kind of like, um, like if Lancelot and Guinevere were able to actually be together, what would happen? Kind of a feature. Because you have the daredevil with all of the practical knowledge who actually gets the girl that he wants. He's obsessing over someone who belongs to the ship. And if Arthur belongs to the ship, then you kind of think of, like, the whole space as being Arthur's. Then, like, Aurora technically is Arthur's as well. But this is a moment where he could actually have her. It would end up being something really surface. Because the whole point of Arthurian literature is actually about obsession and how obsession and loneliness and deprivation drives you mad is the whole point of the Arthurian literature. Like, so many of the night stories are actually about how, like, the lack of love and the lack of connection and lack of of intimate human experience drives them into fits of madness and where they actually just want to go out and kill a bunch of people. Space madness. Space madness came to them and then they all died. I mean this in the in the best possible sense, but I think you're too smart for this show. <laughs> I'm so insulted. <laughs> No, okay, do you want to know why? <laughs> but do you want to know why I cried at the end of it? Why did you I cry am at the curious. end? Yes. I you are you are curious. Okay. Um Hmm. You're going to say Arthur again? No, actually <laughs> that, that these are all connections that are happening just right now. Okay. Um no, the reason why I cried at the end is just that like her Jennifer Lawrence's who I can't remember. Aurora. 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 So Aurora's reaction when she realized that that Jim could die 
like her that panic of her suddenly being in his place was like a switch for me i don't know that the fact that she understood suddenly what it would be like to be in a moment of isolation in a moment of loneliness there's it really hit home for me like it just really meant something to me like Mm. that idea of being trapped by something that you had once hated and despised and suddenly finding yourself in this position opposite of yourself sure where she suddenly it's not so much like that she was in his place but that she could be in his place or that she saw within herself something that could do something as heinous or as as ugly as what she saw that he did and i i I don't know i just felt that like i don't know i had this weird experience this year where i found myself suddenly like in the opposite position of myself where i was looking at someone like you are who i was before and Mm -hmm. understanding what that felt like to be looking at yourself and the horror of how that felt to realize how powerless you are and so as much as i want it from a plot like from the plot point and from an interesting story point i wanted Mm -hmm. to see chris pratt die because i thought that would have been a much more interesting story to actually shove her into that position yeah um i was relieved that she didn't have to feel that a sense of being so totally alone that you just want to burn up inside like i'm glad that she didn't have to so i i was crying for that you also dropped your sandwich. I dropped my sandwich. I lost my sandwich under the seat. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. That sandwich was gone. All right, right on. So that was a pretty in-depth conversation. Probably one of the yes. better ones we've had about a yeah. movie this year. Lolo. It was good. Just bring in the fl- salad. Just fly down like once a month. <laughs> yeah, to really just cap off the end of a month. Yep, when just, we just coming like, down here doing and just describe whatever jokes. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. We'll try and save the deeper stuff for the end of the month. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. You could Skype me in. You could do like... No, we could. And here we are on the radio. <laughs> Lolo. Um, on the internet radio. <laughs> Straight from San Francisco. <laughs> Um, well, uh, other than Passengers, JT, Lolo, is there anything else that you've been into this last week? Well, much like last Lolo, week. I also saw Manchester by the Sea. Finished oh, it, even. Yeah, you got to see the end of it. <laughs> yes. I did not get to see the last half hour because my theater was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I thought it was good. I didn't love it. It wasn't. It's probably not in my favorite movies of the year, but it was... It was really good i really enjoyed yeah i enjoyed the the character profile of like uh casey affleck's character and kind of like even expect like accepting the fact where it's like sometimes the best way to deal with something is not dealing with it at all because sometimes dealing with it makes you a really 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 bad person (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's an interesting way of looking at things like i just love movies where it's like they try and find different aspects of things where it's like maybe not tackling a certain issue is the best way. Mm-hmm. And I like the thought of that. Right so in this one, this movie, I think definitely deals with that issue quite well. Right on. Anything else? Um, uh, my... Did you see the Doctor Who Christmas special? I, I did not. not. But I oh, know it kind of deals with American you superhero You would love genres. it. Yes. I know, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not up to date with Doctor it's Who either. Completely right DC. Like, all DC comic, right there. Okay. I, I It was a total homage to Superman, like, the whole time. Yeah. I Well, I, I saw, like, a, kind of a synopsis for it, but 
I'm it like, was so good. I need to catch up with Doctor <laughs> Who because I want to watch no. it in order. I was live tweeting. BBC <laughs> America liked my tweet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh. Yeah. We, that's how you know you've made it in life. Me and Molly have been watching the last season and... We're, we can't get I, over the fact that they have the sonic sunglasses. Okay, they they, we got, they got the rid sonic. of that right at the beginning. Really? Yes. yes! Okay, good. <laughs> good. None of us liked that. I'm gonna let her know because and I am a true Whovian, and I can it say seems, it seems none of us liked it. Like they went crazy on season nine because they did that and they did this weird stuff where like he starts every episode with like a fucking guitar solo for no reason. I did like that um, <laughs> because he's totally eccentric, but. I'm I know I'm yeah, really like, excited for this new season. Like yeah. I have not seen anybody be real positive about the new um his new companion. Really? I but saw like I am things so of her. I'm so excited for I her. I saw like things of hers and I th- I think she she seems a lot more charming than uh Clara. I, I had a I hard time with Clara. Miss, I had a very hit and miss with Clara. Yeah. But this next one this other one seems a lot more charming. She's so quirky yeah. and I love the fact that um First of all, her name is Bill, which is great. Her name is Bill? Yeah. Yes. My name's Bill, and I serve chips. That's how it starts, and <laughs> I love that. But, like, the fact that it's kind of turning some of the things on your on its head, like Doctor What instead of Doctor Who. Like, just these quirky little things that I think is going to bring some more life to it, which I feel okay. like they kind of did with Peter Capaldi. I mean, I felt like Peter Capaldi, yeah. like, that season with the sunglasses and the guitar thing. The first like, season of Capaldi. They're testing I... waters okay, there. Okay, The first season of Capaldi I loved because he was, like, a very... He was like an ornery old man, yeah. kind of like he was so much like he was so much fun. Like I remember, like me and me and Molly watching, and she was like, "He reminds me so much of your dad." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I can kind of see it." My favorite line that I think describes Peter P- Capaldi's doctor so well is "independent state of eyebrows." <laughs> yeah. When he's talking about his own eyebrows, and I'm like, "That is the best," because mm. he's just like angry all the time. He's kind of eccentric, and yeah. And remember, the show's been on for fifty plus years. Yeah, I mean they're really trying to find some new ground for it. And I can yeah, I can see what they're doing, but I just couldn't get in the sunglasses and this. And like I feel like they even like kind of changed the personality of Capaldi from between season eight and season nine, Mm -hmm. where he was very he was very ornery and very like not as social as Matt Smith, which I liked because it was completely it was completely different. So then they like kind of softened him and like made him more eccentric him. in terms of yeah, maybe blended, but I he's kind of he kind of had like a David Tennant mixed with Matt Smith kind of thing going on. Yeah, but I was like I liked more what they were doing with in his first season as opposed to in like the next one. You okay? How much can I talk about the Christmas special if neither of you have seen it? I'm just not go much. about like. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't like, spoil the just end. Just go about what you like. No, don't spoil the end. Just yeah. go about what, what you like what a you like of it. Okay. I felt like and I've read some other articles that also agree with this was that they finally let Peter Capaldi do a little bit of running on his own to see what he could do with the character. They get rid of the sunglasses, thank God. Yes. He had like the very first thing is a new screwdriver like Oh! On the <laughs> yes! <laughs> so like one of the very first things they remedied like we apologize here's a new screwdriver like the fact that he puts on the fucking sunglasses and does like a fucking i dream of genie nose wiggle i'm like go fuck yourself yeah yeah that was not a great moment in movie in history right there but they tried something new and that's what they're known for being a little weird 
It doesn't look like it's filmed in someone's basement anymore, so that's a huge bonus. Yeah. Um, like, it looks beautiful. There's actually some, Yeah, there's some really cool stories they had in, like, that season where I was like, yeah, I liked it. This one was cool because they had a Christmas special based in America, which was different. Oh, cool. Um, it was kind of like DC Comics, so mm. that was a little different. Went more, like, it still had its science-y sides, but was very Whovian. Like, it had the... Had the over budget kind of thing going on, like Matt Smith's got really American the way that they started to film those. Yeah. With the big pictures and the big explosions and the really bright over exaggerated colors. <laughs> and it's kinda of got some of that, but it also kinda of some of the like the old fashioned stuff with it too, with like we were like pretty sure the guy's just blowing like Windex out of his nose. <laughs> and like it had some older kind of cues to it. And that was really fun. And I liked that it was um I don't know. Like, it was just fun. Like, there was no really serious, heavy-hitting thing to it, which was the perfect thing with, like, starting a new season of Doctor Who, but also the fact that it's it's ending 2016. Yeah. For it to be lighthearted and kind of silly, and the one-liners were just absolutely off-the-cuff perfect. The actor (sighs) choices for the the extra characters involved were perfect choices as well. They were kind of like kind of awkward a little bit like like quirky and weird and not perfect in their role but like perfect in their character like it's just it was great the whole way it came together was just fun like the whole time i was watching it yeah. i just enjoyed every second of it oh, right on now now when we get back into doctor who yeah then, i just realized that it's all on amazon it prime it well, is i fell off of doctor who because they, they stopped, took it off amazon they, yeah they took it off netflix and put it on amazon but they took it off amazon no, it's, it's on, on Amazon. Amazon. They Am- put it back on? Yeah. <gasps> it's on there. Amazon has like a deal with BBC stuff now. So like yep. I stopped watching because they took it off Hulu like a long time ago. And like yeah. I was watching the Capaldi stuff as it was uploaded on there. Uh-huh. And then it got nixed. So I didn't even make it yeah. through season eight. The first I, Capaldi yeah. season. Yeah, season eight. Yeah. So I didn't even make it all through That's that. And I was like, oh, shit. So I fell off. Right from there, and I've been just waiting yeah. to get back on. Which I still I really yeah. like Capaldi. I think that I was getting into him as yeah. it went out. I of think my I would reach. go David Tennant always number one, uh, and Peter Capaldi's edging out Matt Smith for me. Ooh, Ooh. man, Matt Smith, JT's favorite. Matt Smith's my favorite. I don't know. I but feel Peter Matt Capaldi's Smith... got this really charming thing going where he's got the. I always thought that Matt Smith was a little too silly. I think I think Matt Smith was eccentric in the terms of like he was an alien who has lived for a long time and that's what makes him weird. The best description I ever saw from him that made me identify why I didn't quite like him as well was when someone described him as uh the he's the youngest actor to ever play the doctor. Yeah. But the most grandfatherly in character. <laughs> and the like the complete bizarreness of that just summed up for me why I wasn't connecting with him very well. Mm. Oh, I, I liked him. I thought, like, the Matt Smith stuff was the most intelligent seasons of Doctor Who that they Ooh, had. With intelligent inter- is a hard word to use. Well, no, like, they it had the, the most... the most American version of Doctor Who we've ever seen. Well, other than that, it had the most complicated, but yet, I thought, really smart storylines through a season like the impossible astronaut had like with time travel going back and forth and meeting all these people at different points in time like 
David Tennant touched on that, but Matt Smith did that a lot, and I really liked that aspect of it. Yeah. And but I David Tennant's still my favorite, but I, I really like yeah, Matt I, Smith. I love I, I, just, I, uh, <laughs> I love I love David Tennant, and I think he's an amazing. He's an amazing actor, amazing doctor, but... Careful what you say next. <laughs> but I feel like Matt Smith I remember is... Remember I got married in his shoes. <laughs> Matt Smith, to me, felt like like a persona that is dealing with so many different memories and feelings of different times where it's... He's, he's so jumbled because he's trying to deal with all of these at one time. And I feel like he portrayed that... Better than David Tennant? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. You can have your own opinion. That's fine. That's fine. Like, David Tennant was good, and he had very emotional scenes. And, like, David one of my Tennant favorite... tapped into that teeth-gritting anger that you just can't get. David Tennant is one of my favorite sad. episodes. The one where he's... He's the doctor, but he's, like, a human version of the doctor because he's hiding from somebody. That's yeah. my favorite one. I love that one. Even though it has Martha in it, which I'm not a big fan of Martha. Martha's hard, Martha. Hey, Martha's hard to That's get a, on board Every with. episode, we either call each other a homophobe or a racist. We just try to throw it on each other. So but this is my Martha's turn. hard to get on board with. Yeah, that's like my favorite. I that's one, that's like my favorite mind. episode ever of it where it's like he's a human, but then he's like even dealing with the fact where like if he becomes a doctor again, he's practically killing a human. So it's like all that. I, yeah. well, not to get super nerdy, but that's my favorite of that no, but i think that's great yeah honestly i think the conflict with martha is that she's angsty like i think of a lot of the great things with the companions is that they're really strong and they take control and Clara's the one we saw do it the most where she kind of becomes the doctor and at times she actually pretends to be the doctor or actually full-on has to be the doctor because he's inaccessible but um martha's storyline was very much about getting married which I think yeah. detracted a lot from that. Like the at the end of like her last episode is actually that she's engaged to Mickey. Yeah. Which I mean the, to the, me the two black characters together. Yeah, which to me was like, what the fuck is this? Because Mickey <laughs> was in an alternate universe, and then it, yeah, that's really weird. He they, found yeah. his stride there. Like he became a more fully fleshed character yeah. once he was away from. Well, I know that him and. Billy's character were in the same universe, but they were not together anymore, and there wasn't any kind of attachment there anymore. But yeah, there was a lot more. That, like Martha was a was a brilliant character idea, but they never gave her her run. Like they never just let her that. do what she could do. Yeah. Well, um, as much as I would like to talk about Doctor Who, we've been oh, going on yes for <laughs> oh. quite a long time for a while. Um, since this was uh, a busy Christmas last <laughs> this last week, I've only really been into one thing, and it was today when I stayed <laughs> home from work sick <laughs> because turns out I've got bronchitis, maybe even pneumonia. Who knows? We couldn't tell by your coughing fits tonight. <laughs> but I played a little bit of Hitman Absolution. Yeah. And uh, looking back on it, I would be the worst person to watch play a Hitman game. <laughs> because if I can't get one thing to go, I'll just restart the whole level. And oh, if, fuck you. Yeah, I would. I have to play it alone in seclusion. If anybody else in the house, I wouldn't even dare turn the game on. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> the, like, you came in right I as know, I you was... Came, you came like very self-conscious, like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to see how fucking nerdy I'm at playing this game. <laughs> 
But I'm I'm really getting into it because I've had the game for probably a year and a half on my yeah. PlayStation, and I've only played the first tutorial level and the level <laughs> after that. And then because I've had to download the new Telltale Batman game, that's yeah. when I just started playing it again and yeah. ended up liking it more than the Telltale Batman game. God. Uh, but that's all I've been into this last week. Right on. Right on. Well, JT. Yeah. If people want to deal uh, with the doctor and tell you who's best, where can they do that? They can find me at bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Snapchat? Lolo! Yeah. Where can they find you? you on the internet if you so choose to tell that info? <laughs> where can they find your, your smarty pantsness? My smarty pantsness? Let me find out. <laughs> <laughs> at Lolo Haskell on Twitter. All right. Very you have to be good. able to spell my last name to do that. And we will not tell you. You will have to find out by putting in the correct key code. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT on Off Podcast on Twitter as well. You can find us and every new show at Facebook.com slash Off Topic Podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future, on SoundCloud.com slash Off Topic Podcast. We're also on iTunes and Google Play if you would like to hit up those applications <laughs> as well. And you know what? If you have a fucking message to send us, that's <laughs> over 140 characters. We have an email you can write in at reviewreviewpod at gmail. <laughs> Dot com. Yes. Yeah. Got all the way through that one. But please, tell me all about your Doctor Who love. Yeah, send oh, Lolo yes. Haskell all if your Doctor Who you couldn't tell, love. Lolo loves Doctor Who. I do. Oh, yeah. and e- if even you more have... than us, I think. Yeah. <laughs> easily. Oh, oh, he's very easy. easy. Very easily. Easily. Yeah. She just convinced me yeah. to watch a season of Doctor Who that I was losing interest in. So <laughs> congratulations. Doctor Who, I love you. Uh, so yeah, that was the end of 2016. Yes. To wrap up 2016, we will be have a doing Happy New Year. Yes, have a Happy New Year. And... Old anxiety. Please don't shit. die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't die. Anybody listeners. out there listening, please don't die. Tell every somebody else not to die, and just <laughs> yep. keep that message yep. going. Yeah, just sprawl it across the universe. Next, Nobody die. <laughs> next week's episode, we'll be doing our top films. Top 10 films. Of 2016. We'll try and get a guest of some sort. Yeah, we'll try to get a guest. Yes. Ghost Hunter Dave, I think, is on vacay or doing something for work. So maybe... You could do... Dinosaur Neil. You should do a poll. We could do a poll. And see what everyone's favorite movie is. We could put up a poll. Put up a big poll. Put up the movie poll. It's not that bad. Movie poll. You could have biscuits and everything. (laughs) Oh, my God. Inside joke for the last fucking week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's the show. So and make join sure us. if you send anything to review podcast, <laughs> hashtag biscuits. There hashtag biscuits, yay. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's the show. Yeah, I've been anyway. Troy to the Max Extreme. <laughs> I am JT3K. And I'm Lolo Haskell. Th- there you yes. go. And we are off.